Hey kids, let's go! Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dickhead. Hello there. Looking for someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. And now. <laughs> I'm here. And. <laughs> What we have I am yourself? here. <laughs> I thought you called me a name. No. Okay. Then uh, let's call me Bug. I don't like it. Okay. Jamboree. Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> we got Jamboree with us. Jamboree for the first time on. Is this your first podcast ever? Uh, yeah. Well, certainly not listening to it, but yeah. But for being on a show, this is your first one ever. Wow. Very cool. Ben's, uh, what, what, what are you going to call him? Jam Jammy. Jam Whammy <laughs> is uh, in town. Uh, he works with me on uh, some of the production stuff that we do for our podcast company. And the whole team's been in town. And we were like, yo, you like beer in Star Wars? And like, we're going to talk about it now. Repping the PlayStation hat. Yeah, that's yeah. a sweet hat. Dark side over here. Like, the, like, the, one the of my best side. gifts I've received. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've admittedly never owned a PlayStation in my life. You know, I didn't own a PlayStation 1, but I still like this hat. Yeah. Well, fair or that's the OG symbol. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I did because I had that PSP. Oh, yeah. That totally counts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was that's the only PlayStation uh, console that I've ever owned. I've said it. I'll say it. I keep saying it. I'll get a PS4 at some point mm-hmm. when it comes time to play, like, I don't know, Spider-Man and Red Dead and stuff like that. You missed a great opportunity to get them for about 200 bucks over the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'll wait till next holiday, probably. It'll be free. <laughs> I'll wait till the PS5 comes out. Yeah. So, you'd be way too far behind. <laughs> All right, guys, we got a lot of news. Uh, I want to get through this list here. I can't read <laughs> what's in front of me. My hand is not involved. You <laughs> being take... able to read or not? No, the, the mic stand was Before right in front of me. The, are you going to tease it? Or are you going to get it? Yeah, I was going to tease it right, here. Tease it, please. Uh, we have <gasps> new evidence suggests the Mandalorian footage uh, will be shown at Celebration. That's, I mean, not news, but we can get into a little bit about that. I would also expect something. Gotta yeah. Give us something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To travel all the way to Chicago and try to have fun in the snow? Jesus, who wants to go to Chicago? It's, it'll be April. It's not snowing. It's in the Midwest. It could easily snow in April. There's no snowing. Hmm. Richard uh, Grant in episode nine hints that he is playing a familiar character. Familiar in what way? Like a character that we already know and not a brand new character. Yeah. So we'll get into that. We got some other stuff uh, ahead of us. We're also going to get into guess the scene here. We got our beers right in front of us. I'm excited. We've got uh, fucking lead singer from Bare Naked Ladies on it. I don't know who this is. <laughs> is this Mo- Moby? Yeah, I was thinking it looked like Moby trying to hide his head. <laughs> this is the hipster monk, <laughs> hipster from, monk. S- from Seventh Son. Oh, very nice. You're closer. It is called, what's it called? Brother John. It's a Belgian blonde ale limited release from Seventh Son up the street. 6.3% alcohol. Oh, I, I want to give a shout out. Artwork by Meek. Uh, I was like, uh, if they're if they're gonna put it on there, I like giving a shout out. Yeah, I did they, notice that they've been putting their artists. I got this one largely because it looked pretty. Yeah, I do like that. As much as I like getting on draft, I want to know like the type of beer and everything. But if I'm getting cans, I really like to go off of the branding and the art and stuff when I can. It's just, just like surprise myself. And this might surprise you, 
I'm uh, surprised. I drank wine like willingly. I had wine too. Uh, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of wine, but I was like all beard out, so I was like, okay, let me just roll the dice and grab a bottle. And we went to like a Kroger marketplace where they have like, I mean, shelves and, and aisles and aisles of, of this shit. So I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. So that's exactly what I did. I was like browsing by just the the labels. I know I have no clue. Yeah. It could be the shittiest label, but the best beer. But you've done fucked up because it's not shiny enough and I didn't like it. So I was there was one that was uh, like Game of Thrones style. I was like, fuck, Ooh. I might want to just do that. But I like actual up, Game of Thrones wine or just looked like it. Yeah, it was just kind of in their in their style. But gotcha. uh, you were like, this one has a bare foot. This I actually I, I, I chose foot. one with a bunch of horses on it. and It was delicious. <laughs> so I uh, rolled it. I think it was called 14 horses was the, the one. But That's yeah, a lot it, was, of horses. it was good. It was good. Something different. I just the carbonation. Sometimes it just builds up and you get all beard out. So I had some wine. Not afraid to admit it. I think I had one. Two days ago, whenever yeah. whenever our friends bought a very large liter of wine, two oh, liters yeah, of wine, yeah. <laughs> liter of wine. That reminds me of a liter of cola from uh, Super Troopers. Anybody? I haven't seen that. I just saw it when I was on the road this week. And the I second one's the, out too, right? I've heard bad things about the second one, yeah, but fuck people. Even the first one's kind of cringy, but it's it's like goofy enough. But uh, one of the cops goes in and is putting together an order, and he hates ordering from uh, restaurants. And he asked for a liter of cola, and they literally like, I don't know what liter of cola is. He's like, a liter of fucking cola. Like, <laughs> we don't have liter of cola here. It's either so, 20 ounce or two liter. Yeah. I get it. So, all right, can we crack this open? Yeah, let's do it. Drinking bell, if you want to use it, you should use it. Traditions, got to keep them up. Otherwise, we're no better than animals. You know what I mean? I'm going to sniff this thing. Ooh, I haven't had a, uh, you know what? Mm. I've noticed this because I know you bought Seven Sun a, f- a night or two ago. These cans are sitting somewhere in their brewery near their fire pit because whenever I put my face up to it, the top of the can smells like smoke and fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why am I talking Why? like Yes, I understand. <laughs> what do you think, uh, Gorbison? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I'm good. <laughs> Gorbison. Uh, you know, I, I like it a lot. I, I got a blonde ale because I've had... Uh, in my in my time in Columbus, went on a small brewery tour and had a bunch of multi strong beers and one very hoppy beer. And uh, Blondales are nice; they're smooth, they're drinkable. They're, I haven't had one in a long time. They're so. real nice and tasty. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Something that's not as heavy. The the, the Belgian can add quite a bit of flavor here. So yeah, we'll get here. Cheers, thanks, thanks. Uh, brother John. I'm ready for this one pint. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Refreshing, yeah. I think it's I mean, it's sweet. It's not really bitter at all. It's not too sweet. I feel like it's very heavy Belgian, though. It's got that... Uh, banana. Almost, yeah, it's almost like uh, vanilla-y banana. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty good. Did some weirdness there. I, I had no control <laughs> over that. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> See, that's funny. I you, just, I'm just sitting here, and it's just like trying, something's trying to escape. Everybody knows that where like you open your mouth right after like drinking something and it's just like bubbles are like, hey, <laughs> trying to escape. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> for not listening with your headphones too loudly. I actually hope I'm going to crank that part. We also <sighs> got some mofos up in the chat. Padilla, Kigo, Kerner on his mom's Facebook account. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Did you read the description here? Hazy, hazy, pale yellow with a frothy white head. A light aroma of flowers and spice. Crisp, crackery. 
They go a little too far. Sometimes. Yeah, it's like stop zesty Wait, bitterness. Seem like a bunch of crackers. Pair with mussels and funky gooey cheeses. All right, guys, stop. This is beer we're talking about. Can we I just have a beer? Most nights drink my beer with cheese. I also drink my water with cheese, so it may just be a bit coincidence. I might just really. Yeah, I actually sometimes even eat cheese without drinking a beer. Yeah, I've done it a few times. Sometimes I drink and no cheese involved at all. It's crazy. You are one crazy I do that bitch. Less often. You know, I thought that you said funky gooey cheese because you couldn't pronounce the type of cheese, but it literally <laughs> says funky gooey cheese. <laughs> and that's probably the name of this episode, if I could guess to me. Funky gooey. Well, the funny thing is, uh, I actually wrote their description. If you look in real small print, it says written by a jackass. <laughs> Very nice. By Mo- Moby. Real farm boys up in the chat. Hello. Jesus Christ. That's how I'm feeling today. I'm very tired. How are you guys doing? Pretty wore out. Um, yeah, the snowmageddon came through and we didn't get quite what uh, everybody thought we were going to get, but still that finally there's snow on the ground by January 19th. I'm I glad I'm glad there's snow. But I'm not going to lie. I do get very annoyed at how how intense people make the snow. Like yeah. it's snowmageddon, shut everything down. We're canceling everything the next day. Like, and then even didn't even start snowing until ten o'clock. I I just want to walk in the snow, and I wish we could all just think of it as a nice opportunity to take a good walk. I agree. Unfortunately, this time there was sheets of ice on the ground under the snow, so it was a little more difficult. Well, it was but, instant yesterday. Yeah, like a snap of the fingers, it went from downpouring rain to holy shit, thirty four degrees all day, and then all of a sudden like thirty one, and then it starts to go insane. But I'm glad there's snow. I like snow. Agreed. What are we thinking here on the uh, the beer? I'm thinking a solid too. I agree. You don't get the vote. <laughs> <laughs> you get to vote, but we're going to veto it and override it anyways. Do you, for- do you know how our rating style works? I, I really should because I used to write your show notes. That's very but, true. Um, I can't remember if it's three or five. So it's out of three. It's very simple. It's like three is the best. Two is very good. One's worth trying. Zero is not even messing around with it ever. Uh, it doesn't matter. But I can care. Two seems real solid. Yeah, I agree. Well, then it does. Yeah, we'll include that there. <laughs> if you agree with us, we're happy to include it. <laughs> Just like most Star Wars. I, this yeah. might be the first beer we'll have here we've agreed on. <laughs> you also only like the original trilogy? Well, we welcome you. Ooh, shots fired. Just kidding. Right. Just fucking around. So, this is an inaccurate <laughs> estimation. of. <laughs> also very serious. <laughs> All right. Let's jump into Guess the Scene. Before we get into mm-hmm. the, the major topics. I like games. Do I have to explain this to you as well? I'll take context clues. Okay. Don't even say anything. I, am I going to guess a scene? Rogue 70. Rogue 70. All right, cool. So if you guys aren't familiar. Well, we do have to explain it for the audience. So I we, guess uh, we get that. <laughs> we are guessing what is happening at that timestamp in that movie. So in Rogue One. 70 minutes in. 70 minutes in. It's an hour 10 for you. What exact scene are we looking at? I think that was actually one of the ones that I hit right on the mark was uh, our last rogue. I forget what the timestamp was, but it was the transmission of Jin and her daddy and her dad. Is it still your favorite? I don't know. I I, I honestly haven't watched uh, a Star Wars film for a while. I popped in episode four while I was falling asleep and I went right asleep because there's nothing happening for about an hour and a half in that one. So (laughs) that desert scene is pretty intense, though, man. I don't know. But uh yeah, I really haven't like sat down and and uh, watched any Star Wars other than the Tortogorsky Clone Wars that we just watched here. Oh yeah, we just we started family commentary for the 2003 Tartovsky Clone Wars cartoons. Part one done. Part two coming soon. 
So I'm excited about those. That was it was a lot of fun. I'm excited. I didn't know they put those into one single movies. Though I remember being very excited about those when they originally came out on like Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. And then being very upset because they were 15 minutes long. Yeah, I never saw them live, so I don't really have any context to that. I was honestly surprised when people said it. I had only seen them as like a one hour and five minute chunk, part one and then part two. Good stuff. I can take my hat off if friends want. Oh, you don't have to. Are people yelling at you? They better not. You don't even know Royal Farm Bar. You just like take your hat off. Hey, you're being pretty bossy over there. Yeah. All right, but you put, put a hat on, you bastard. <laughs> back it's to the scene. About guessing. zero degrees. It's, yeah. yeah, but not inside. If you guys didn't know, we record outside. It's about 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a green screen and everything. <laughs> Very elaborate green screen setup. <laughs> All right. What did I say? Rogue 70. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Okay, so I, my immediate thoughts are let's let's start getting closer to the end of the movie. Uh, are we past the death of Galen Urso? I don't know, but I had a gut feeling about what this is. Go ahead. Uh, I think that scene with uh, in that ship where uh, the monk guy is doing force sensitive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that could be any Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh, there's only oh, is it Donnie Yen? Is that the monk in that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a scene where he does where he like closes his eyes and he's like, see the force was around before uh, the original trilogy. <laughs> and uh, I think it's that scene. I don't know if that... Is that a direct quote? No, I'm pretty sure it was what he said. <laughs> the original trilogy. He says that. <laughs> um, shit. 70s hard. What's bad is I'm trying to remember the last time that you guessed and got it right. And if that was like 115, I'm going to go like a little bit back from that. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So 70 would be before... Or no, that was like... Maybe it was 45 last time we guessed it. I don't know. One. Yeah, so we're 50 minutes. We just meditate for a second. We're just over an hour in, so it's an hour and 10 minutes in. Yes, math. Hmm. Do you think we're still on Jeddah? No. I'm going to say Kranich lands on the platform on Edu, that rainy planet, and confronts Galen about the shit. I'm going to guess Vader's castle. Or Krennic's landing on Vader's castle, because I think that's after... It's after Edu, yeah. I think you're both going to be closer. I think my critical mistake is I forgot all movies are long now. So I was yeah. thinking 70, like, we're getting towards the end. I'm like, no, there's another hour of this movie. Yeah, yeah. almost an hour. Yeah. No, definitely an hour. Is it uh, 210? It's over, over two. Yeah, it's over two. Uh, yeah, Edu. That's my that's my guess. I'm going to say uh, Vader's, like, choke slamming him. Just to be more specific. Choke slamming him. Yeah, like the big show. Does that happen? Does that happen? <laughs> like The Rock? Is that real? Is that real? He gives him the Vader's elbow. Is that real? Uh, final guess for you? I'm going to stick with Monk Guy. Monk, dude. Saying just Monk. He <laughs> so as long as Donnie ends on screen, you win. <laughs> Not that we win anything, but okay. Uh, let's see. Scrubbing, 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 scrubbing. Stop Listen, that. man, I'm scrubbing. Oh, we're on Edu. Oh, they're on the platform. Platform is destroyed at, at 108. I'm close. I'm so close. Oh, shit. Oh, man. This might be the ship that I was oh, talking about. They're all coming back to the ship on Edu, getting ready for takeoff after the rebels have come and like blown shit up. So they commandeered a ship somehow because theirs blew up. Donnie ends on screen, Benjamin. I think we are within five minutes of the scene I thought it was. What did you call him? Jumbus? Jamboree. Jamboree. Jamboree wins almost. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh man, I'm off at like two minutes. It's right after they blow up the platform. Are we doing prices right rules? 
Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. So, no, it's just the closest. closest without going over. All right, so I win then. But again, I don't win anything. Well, or we anyone. Didn't, we didn't keep panning forward. Are we within a minute of him closing his eyes and talking about the original trilogy? Well, first of all, he doesn't <laughs> say talking a, about the original. <laughs> he's, he doesn't say a single thing about anything but the Force. Every time they it's show true. him, he's like, every line is like, the Force is wise. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We're trying to shoot. I am the Force. I am the. We are the forces. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, what was your guess? Leave a comment on this web zone. Did you win? Did you lose? Send us a fish stick and mails. If you did win, what was your prize? What was your prize? <laughs> what did you uh, capitalize on? <sighs> what are you guys playing? Any video games? Uh, uh, when I travel, I almost always play Picross, which is a, a puzzle game that's uh, got a bunch of grids and it's logic based on numbers. A little bit like Sudoku, uh, except not at all like Sudoku, except there's a grid in numbers. Uh, it doesn't matter. You feel it's a logic puzzle where you're filling games. I've also been playing um, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Dragon Quest Eleven, real classic JRPG stuff. For what? What on, like on uh, what? That well, it's on every. But I've been playing on PlayStation Four. Oh, so you are you are a PlayStation guy, huh? But uh, but I pretty much every time I travel, I bring my Switch. <clears throat> I end up playing Picross. Dragon. I feel like it's Quest. a nonogram puzzle. Right. If I'm pretty sure it's what they're technically. There's called. so many dragon titled RPGs. I guess I don't know which is which. Like Dragon Age, and there's another old one, Dragon something or other, Dragon Brothers. I've got a really strong affinity for Dragon Quest because some of the first games I played were the Dragon Warrior games on the Game Boy. Uh, which I've I think never were heard of. This. Originally NES or SNES games. It's Double but, uh, Dragon. It's got a fucking nine out of ten. Oh, it's a ton of. If you like RPG JRPGs, it is to a T. That formula what's done a, really well on every, what's in every level. JRPG. Japanese. Japanese. Oh, well, if I can't understand it, get out of my country. It's got the, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's got the artist from Dragon Ball Z. So uh, oh, every okay. time you're like, oh, that guy looks like Trunks. Or hmm, he's got Goku's hair. And God, <laughs> I haven't heard the name Trunks in years. Wait, I know back. nothing. Can you go back? That guy, nothing. he looks like Trunks with a purple shirt. Oh, you're blowing my mind right now. Oops. It's been a long time since I've, I, I was never like big into it. Like right there under the. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I I I, li- I enjoyed dry, um, Dragon Ball Z. We got Scyther over here. Scyther against Trunks.com. One of the reasons I Tiger like this Lily. game, and it's the similar reason to why I like <laughs> the Batman movies you don't like, and it's the puns. Uh, Wait, which Batman movies don't I uh, The one with Mr. Freeze. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Uh, it is a bad movie, but it has great puns. It pisses me off. Free chill. It's fun Dragon. to make fun of and watch with our commentary. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> there, there's an enemy called a hamwich that is a pig with a witch's hat, and it's delightful. That's yeah, why I like Dragon Quest. <laughs> <laughs> For those not watching, he just stuck his mic into his eyeball, <laughs> try to find some semblance of reality. <laughs> oh dear lord! I've uh, been meaning to. T- well, we talked about it last episode when I was in the hotel. Uh, Mass Effect. Oh, you're continuing. On I that? haven't. I haven't played it for two weeks, but I'm almost done. I landed on Vermeer. And then after that is... First Mass Effect then? Yeah. And then there's like one other mission and then you go back to the Citadel, I think, right? So I'm like two-thirds of the way through. You're about to hit the slowest part of the game, but it's all right because it's still one of the best games. It is amazing. I slow... I don't... I've you played through like three times and I have no clue what the... What planets... Like you yeah. say Vermeer, I, I have no So you clue. got the three main planets after you get made a Spectre. And then you have Vermeer, which is like... The tropical one where you're driving through the rivers and stuff, driving the maker through the rivers, and then you fight Saren for the very first time. It's That's, where that, shit goes Ver, to hell. Vermeer's the one where either Ashley or or Caden die. Yes, 
Yeah, because there's... Okay. Yeah, and then I believe there's another mission after that, and then you go back to the Citadel. And you're on the side of it and all that fucking shit. I take it back. Actually, oh. you're about to hit one of the most exciting parts of the Yeah, game. yeah, I'm through the boring stuff, finally. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you got yeah. me. Yeah. Vermeer, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking uh, the Mako... Yeah, I don't. I, I was just when you said like forest. Go or with the uh, microphone and the eyeball again. I think it will help you. Try. <laughs> Shout out to Enkern playing Jedi Academy. Uh, well, this might come up later, but uh, it's about to come we up need right more now. More games with with Jedi's. Yeah, yes. it's about to come up right now because I already talked about Mass Effect last week. So I will. I'll give a a quick uh, insight. If you guys are um, Far Cry fans, they are super cheap right now. So probably for the next like day. So if you guys are live with us. Uh, I have watched people play it. Super fucking intense. Like, I would start sweating watching someone play it. It's just so... Is this all the Far Cry games? Or- uh, yeah, so Far- Fall Cry 4, like, Legendary Edition with, with everything, was like 15 bucks. Fall Cry Fall- Primal. Fall- 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 if you like petting animals, Far Cry Primal's the best of them. Well, that was $11. Far Cry, never Primal. any of them. You can pet a lot of fun animals in Far it, Cry Primal, and that really raises a game in my, <laughs> in my it's, it, it's it's almost like a uh, a very very wild. It's Far Cry Four, except they changed the things on the map. Well, I was just trying to like, how would you describe a a, a fall a Far Cry game compared to something else? It's like Fallout gameplay, yeah. but very very epic and. It's not as, like, random. And the shooting doesn't feel terrible. The shooting is... It's pretty crazy. Fall out with a bit of Uncharted, would you say? Yeah. I know, you never played Uncharted, though. No. Would okay. you say? Yeah. I think in particular, 4 and, uh, and, uh, and Primal have a bit of a Indiana Jones vibe to them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of Indiana Jones. It's like temple, tomb... Yeah, because you have, like, some wilderness survival type of aspects very, to it, right? there, there is a lot of survival to it. Yeah. Where you have very limited supplies available. Well, at least... From the intro that I've got, I'm throwing rocks and skinning cats and shit. Oh, damn. To, like, keep from, yeah. So, the the, the first thing that I did in the intro for uh, 4 was basically got to make it to this tower. You see a tower in a distance and the dude and a whole bunch of people were just killed and you're the son of something, someone. And, like, someone important. And, basically, these guys try to get you out of this area. They all die. The one guy says, uh, just meet me at this tower. I'm going to try to take it over and, and everybody will be safe. Yeah. And on the way there, there's a hot, like, let's just call it like 25 guys with all machine guns. And you literally have, like, rocks and that's it. <laughs> so. You have to you, hide you, and be sneaky? Yeah. So, you sneak and I ended up uh, killing a guy from behind with, I, yeah, I think you have a machete too. So, yeah, you kill a guy from behind without being noticed. You take his gun. But on the way, you find a dead animal, so you skin it and take the meat. So you ended up, I ended up throwing the meat in between like five guys, and it, a bear smelled the meat, came out and started attacking. Oh, jeez, that's Dude, fucking epic. It's like very tactical, sneaky, but like very survival as well. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was going through these like small little villages trying to like not be seen, but also throw a rock to get other people's attention to go somewhere else. And Damn. It, it was just very, very on edge. It's pretty dope. Um. So if yeah, again, if you guys are if that sounds like fun, it's it, they're very cheap on Xbox Live right now. Uh, I just finished up Jedi Academy for the first time ever. Nice. Um, complete one eighty. Yeah, we from were my on it last week. From my original, I had gotten maybe fifty percent of the way through, and it was a tad slow. Um, 
little clunky and the uh what what the screen oh, god damn it the cut uh cutscenes yes very cringy really <laughs> very cringy yeah there was one where luke his legs didn't move he just floated <laughs> and i was like what the fuck am i even well he's a grandmaster he doesn't yeah. even walk uh but when all said and done it was like something in between battlefront 2 and kotor so it had like the action feel of a battlefront where everything's going on but it did have slight rpg stuff where you can choose a, a certain specific lightsaber mm-hmm. once you get leveled up mm-hmm. you you pick your uh force powers dark side or light and um halfway through the game you get to choose to either kill or save someone so it does have a little aspect of everything uh very action oriented uh, on the latter end of the game so fun. The lightsaber it, yeah. stuff is ridiculous at the end of the game. What, that's what I remember about this game. You fill up that skill tree, then you're like, oh, I feel like a space wizard. Yeah. And you, that's what you wanted a Star Wars game. Yeah. Dude, I, I did so many screenshots or screen saves because I did some ridiculous shit. First of all, it just like a normal game where it gets harder. All of a sudden, you're fighting up on bridges a million miles in the sky and if in the middle of a battle. Like, you might fall off and just die, and there's lava everywhere. Oh, it's Jesus. Just, it's kind of like that. But if you get wise with it, obviously, you're a Jedi. You, you have force. Wise. You get a force push and pull. So I would walk into a, a battle, see two Sith or Dark Jedi in front of me. As soon as they ignited, I'd pull one off the bridge behind me, and then I'd attack the other one. Oh, so in, in, like, five seconds, it'd be like, force pull if he didn't defend it. That's he, intense. I'd throw him off the bridge, or I'd push him off the bridge, and then I would... Uh, it always... always slow cuts people in half it goes into that like what, what do you call that like Bullet a kill time? shot kill, yeah like thing. a kill shot oh, so yeah. as soon as and, but the crazy thing is a kill that same like kill slow shot thing happens whether you die or they die <laughs> right <laughs> so it's kind of like you, you gotta wait you. to see which lightsaber yeah like in Skyrim yeah that happens in Skyrim yeah yeah the killing so. blow um, that sounds sweet. And you also get to go to really cool places. That, like I said, there was one where you end up on Vader's castle. You do end up on uh, Korriban, and you start fighting in the Sith temples. And there's like puzzles you have to figure out inside the Sith temples. You got to push or pull or fly up or do whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you end up fighting the ghost of Marco Ragnos, which is just an ancient Sith. I remember Marco Lord. Uh, basically, one of the the evil girls steals his. I don't know what you call it, trident or whatever. <laughs> and she's like taking people over because it's so strong. It's it, But it's kind of like uh, the Skywalker lightsaber in episode seven. People just are touching it and they're going to a fucking daze. And <laughs> so like uh, uh, ancient Sith Lord's weapon or whatever. Oh, she, yeah. People were sort of following her and going evil and everything. She finally gets to the, the temple and you see the ghost come out and like takes her body and like becomes her. Totally possessed. I did this. not finish this game because this sounds dope. And Holy I fuck! <laughs> yeah, Wait, say that one more time. It basically the you get into Marco Ragnos's tomb and she's standing there with her the trident. I don't I forget what it's like a staff, but a weird looking thing. I like trident. Let's go with that. Um, but you fight her, you defeat her, and then the ghost of the Sith Lord comes out, talks shit to you, and then like goes into her body, oh, like and reanimates takes, her. Yeah, oh, takes fuck. her over. That sounds sweet. And then you have to kill her or him or her again that's like some old school sith mat sith wizardry magic and stuff which is dark side awesome. it's pretty fucking awesome i just said dark side awesome 
Also, like small tidbits, you can. Uh, the, so the setup to the missions prior to everything is kind of weird because it just gives you like a list of five missions that you can do, mm-hmm. which is like there's no flow to the game. It's just like I want this one because it says Kashyyyk or what, and you're like, okay, whatever. It's a good reason. Yep. Well, yeah, but yeah, I I did every mission. Uh, so there's like four sets of five. Yeah. And you don't. You can. You only have to do four of them. Real farm yeah, boy like, doesn't know what we're talking about. Agree with Enkern because it is. They made two Force Unleashed games, spent millions of dollars on them, and Jedi Academy still the most you ever feel like a Jedi in a video game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I would say that and Jedi Outcast. Those two are are very uh, sim- similar. The sequels, right? Yeah. So Outcast is the one after this, right? Um, but this was released in 03. So we're talking what Battlefront? Well, the first Battlefront came out. About, I think, yeah. KOTOR came out and that. I mean, what the fuck? EA. <laughs> Which we'll get into now. Yeah. yeah. Um, very, very happy. It, it is, honestly, probably one of my favorite uh, Star Wars games of all time. Up there. Wow. Up there. It's really that changed a fun. lot. That changed a lot from last week. That's awesome. Well, the other cool thing is, like, it doesn't even force you to use lightsabers until the very end. You could whip out a rocket launcher halfway through the game and it still fucking works. Until you get to that like Sith temple where you shoot a rocket at a Sith and he bl- and he pushes it back at you and you're like, Jesus Christ. Fuck, that's crazy. Oh yeah, it gets pretty fucking intense. And you're playing this on Xbox? Yeah. I bought it, I think it was like eight bucks on Xbox Live on nice. the backwards compatible because it's for the original Xbox. I feel like when I bought a bunch of those, like I got Republic Commando and stuff, I didn't see those on there. Republic I'll Mando, have to go, fun. I'll have to go check. Kerner, can you double check that? He's saying Outcast was 02, Academy was 04. Kerner likes to throw out dates. I don't believe you. That's why he's never back on the podcast. Because Outcast felt like a more complete game. Because <laughs> you're you're uh, Kyle Katarn in uh, Outcast. Shout out Outcast. 2002. He's right. I'm pissed now. That's the only thing Kerner knows. That it's very true. dates and people's heights. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe he is googling things. Yeah, no, he's been on the show, and that's usually what he comes out with. Okay. No, guys, I'm telling you. 2002, Jedi Outcast, 2002, 2004, Jedi Academy. All he knows is, is I don't want me to be that guy to say I know the dates, but that's what the dates are. That's what he. Yeah, it's <laughs> dates of video games and um, uh, lengths of the movies. And no, act, and 217, act, Rogue One. You remember? Yeah, and actress cup <laughs> sizes as well. <laughs> breadth of knowledge there <laughs> that's Very awesome so can we get to the the bad news of today yeah so sparking off of oh jesus i said spark uh going off of this uh star wars game nonsense that we're glorifying right now we have some more bad news <laughs> actually uh, isn't it good news no it's bad news no I'd, I'd say bad news see the only way i would spin this so ea canceled another fucking star wars game that's what we're getting into surprise surprise uh, it says uh, EA cancels open world Star Wars game. Fans feared f- for the worst when it was announced that the EA was taking over Star Wars licensing from Lucasfilm All right, or LucasArts. That's, that's too much. Yeah, so Jason Schreier wrote about this on Kotaku. Uh, pretty like they canceled the second game. They canceled a game about a year ago, and whatever they, whatever they took over from. What was the studio? So uh, they shut down Visceral or whatever. Is that what it is? Yeah, Visceral is the one they already closed down. Respawn's the only one they still have working, and uh, they closed down the game that Amy Hennig was working on, who is the person who did Uncharted. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, from people who have seen it, uh, Gary Witta, one of the guys who wrote on Rogue One, talked about it. He saw it, and it looked like 
a Star Wars Uncharted, you play as a bounty hunter, looked awesome. They canceled that because they didn't want a linear storytelling game, a first-person storytelling game. That is like literally pretty much what their press release said. They moved on to an open-world game, and uh, then they also led by Amy Hennig, and then they canceled that. Now that was the, was the new one that just got canceled, yeah. That's so, like... <sighs> and the news here is also... Uh, let's see. They canceled it to focus on a... Because it was such a big project that it wasn't going to be coming out for a while. Yeah. They canceled it to focus on a smaller scale Star Wars project that can come out much sooner. And they're aiming for 2020 for that one. Mm. Which is... Could yeah. still be cool, but it... I, the, the thing, it's hard to not see it that EA is really fucking things up. Because the last time EA and video games were brought up in Star Wars video games, it was because of Battlefront 2, which I think is an all right game, mm-hmm. but the PR around it is abysmal. Every time EA is brought up, it's bad. For the past four years, I would say. I mean, they fucked up the same game twice. <laughs> How yeah. do you fucking do that? <sighs> yeah, in a way that is stuck. And that actually has kind of stuck for all games. They're just, we, and we've talked about it. They limit the Star Wars possibilities so much. Yep. God damn, guys. So this, this leads me to something I was wondering. And uh, so you, do you know how Marvel treats their video games? No. So so Marvel. Also I haven't seen like a Marvel Disney. video game because they've all been mobile. Spider-Man came out. Oh, yeah. I don't PlayStation. My uh, Sorry. Phenomenal. In, a, I guess, about two years, maybe three. Once the PS5 comes out, you can play it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, once I have kids. I uh, so they, they don't have an agreement with any company. They they have, like, you know, Square Enix's uh, Crystal Dynamics, I believe, is working on a uh, Avengers game. They had Spider-Man being done by uh, Sony? Insomniac, at, uh, which oh. is yeah, a company that uh, with first was in Sony. And uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out. Yeah, that yeah, that looks cool. Uh, and so they're all done by different studios. They're, right. And so, but instead, EA made a deal with Marvel for, or uh, Disney for I don't even know which how makes much money sense. To, to have a 10 year license on it. And it's hard to be like, in that same time, we have seen uh, four Star Wars movies and two Star Wars games that were pretty much the same game. And both pretty much bad. And I, the one, the only reason I can imagine Disney doesn't hate them is that I they have a mobile game, too. Yeah. Multiple, I th- I th- and I'm sure those make millions a month. Yeah. What, the Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah. Yeah, that like, uh, yeah, the little gotcha game. Yep. Yep. It's, I'm it's honestly, upsetting, man. I'm honestly surprised that, like... With the clout that Disney has and how good they are at kind of like leading the direction of an IP that they haven't just bought a game publisher and like rebranded it as like Disney Interactive or something and then gotten studios to work underneath that. They actually they did have that and they kind of got rid of them because they used to be like doing Disney Infinity and some other games. That's right. That's right. And then they got rid of those. And I know they ditched LucasArts when they acquired Lucasfilm. Yeah. Which I don't understand that either. All right. So Disney owns Marvel. Disney owns Lucasfilm. Why wouldn't they treat it the same? Maybe they tried a Such different a thing question. with it. Like I think maybe because Star Wars doesn't have a like person in charge the same way that Marvel, like Kevin Fahey, maybe someone else now is sort of like in charge. And I don't know if maybe he also dictates some of the way they do the other stuff. Like, there's not like this one guy. I mean, it's like Kathleen's pretty much in charge. No, it's the uh, uh, Gear Greer. Thomas, Tom, Mark Greer? Bob Iger is the CEO Bob Iger. of Disney. <laughs> Richard Gere? Yes, Bob Iger. No, he's the CEO of Disney. But I'm oh, okay. Kathleen runs Lucasfilm. So I, I thought like she's in charge of Star Wars. Well, she's in charge of the films. Lucasfilm. Films. Lucas Lucas Arts. 
different companies, right? No LucasArts. It says LucasArts right here. Purchase of LucasArts. LucasArts was on its way out. They shut it down. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's just, okay. You know what I'm saying? Playing an old fucking game and being blown away by it pisses me off. In, in the same way that I'm so happy that old some, games stand up. In some confusing way. It yeah, it, it does. It's like, this, I understand. It's not, it doesn't even have to look that great. Battlefront 2 looks great. Why can't we just have a Overwatch Star Wars game? There is some hope. There is no, there's one. No, there's, there's only uh, only one hope left. No. There, Can, there is Obi a Star Wars dead. game being worked on right now at EA with the word Jedi in it. No. I, uh, I think it's Jedi. Jedi yeah, Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Fallen yeah. Order. No, no, no. That's not, that's not hope. I'm EA, excited for that. EA is had in, a terrible announcement, but it's got the word Jedi in it, and that does make me excited. Everything about the last E3 was pretty cringe, but uh, every, anything that EA is in control of, I'm just not optimistic about anymore. Like, yeah, it can sound cool that it comes after Order 66, but like, if EA is still in charge after the fuck fest with Battlefront 2 and now Battlefield, as much as I love Battlefield 5, it's just like, yeah, I'm not, I can't be optimistic it's about it. It's being made by the people that made Titanfall, and they make a games that are fun to play. Yeah. I know, but Battlefront was made by the people that made Di- or people that made Battlefield, which we loved, but the game didn't turn out. Yeah, but I also haven't liked the Battlefield since Bad Company too. Oh man, you're just a terrible person. <laughs> I love we Battlefield didn't, we three, didn't start four until three. So. I like I like what the fucking the Black Ops one, the cops and robbers one. I don't know. I, 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 no, I didn't play that. Yeah, Battlefield five is really fun. Battlefield one was a little lull, but I do think they perfected it with five. Yeah, I, I I'm I still I played a round before I came over here. I love <laughs> Battlefield Five. You are literally the first person I've ever met that is playing Battlefield this year. Oh really? I, I play with uh, a lot of our listeners. Play Battlefield Five. It's we fun. Still, we still uh, group up. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It is. Uh, it's like a. It was a notch back. But the, like compared to even four, four was so like. I don't even know what you call it. Readily available. Like you jump in and there's just shit everywhere and happening. Battlefield uh, one and and five are like a little slower, but I mean it's World War One and World War Two, so you're like, yeah. let's run through these bushes. The most beautiful <laughs> mud you could ever see in a game. It's cross the farm. It truly is. Yeah, it truly is the most beautiful mud. Yeah, you could ever hope to have. Uh, everyone hates EA. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm serious. I'm just in general. Everyone that has a game that's getting published by EA. They're all pissed about it. So okay, say let's let's just say Disney is making money off this because the mobile games are making so much money. Do you think they'll take the license, the exclusive license away from EA still? It they depends on how long the agreement's for. Just because they're making money doesn't it's mean 10 it's ten years or so six good, years in. It doesn't mean it's a good business deal just because you're making money. You're still leaving this amount of money on the table. Like this, this, and this, like three games haven't been made that could have been. Right. So you're literally throwing money away. They put time and effort into creating this game and then months down the road they're like never mind the one optimistic side is that everything they made for the game can probably still be repurposed for other stuff very like if true they made character models and assets and storylines and, and stuff like that and i'm sure this happens way more often than we would even like i'm sure games are come and go and everything all the time it's just on the forefront because it's another lucas it's another star wars game by ea that's not happening and you're yep. like of course. And but. I think you look at, because I I don't know how true this is. There's some hearsay from a person on Twitter who like was on that game and got that got canceled saying that they came in and they were essentially like, you know, FIFA makes this much money, like a billion dollars a year. Oh, how yeah. is this game going to make us money uh, in meetings? And I, it makes you wonder why they ever hired Amy Hennig 
to do that kind of game. And because you look at you look at Sony, Sony has Uncharted. I'm sure Uncharted is not like it makes money, but it's not making like. Like, but they also have, you know, those baseball, the MLB games. Mm-hmm. And those also, like, I'm sure those make money. Every year they release them. They've got those kind of modes where you can buy card packs. But those Uncharted games are, like, prestige. Like, they make you think that Sony makes great games of these like, single-player experiences. And they've really built on that, like, clout. And they have... I think it's a really popular games. franchise, too. Well, Uncharted is because it's very good. Right, like, that's what I mean. Like, Uncharted 1, no one cared about Uncharted 1 when it came out, like, before it came out. And then it came out, and people were like, well, this is really cool. Yeah, I mean, you have to take time to build it up. But now they have the God of War game, the Spider-Man game. They have a bunch of these games that people are like, these are really, Horizon, they're like, these single-player games are really cool. I think they build what people think about the company. And even if they made a game that didn't make a ton of money, what if people didn't hate EA because they released a good game? It's going to take, regardless of what they do with Star Wars, EA itself in general is going to take a while to repair their reputation if they do it all. I mean, everybody thinks of EA as like a game that wants a company that wants to put out quick games to make as much money as possible. But they haven't done even that. Like they, they don't care as much about the IP and they don't care as much about making a good game. They don't want to take the long term route to make a really badass game. Or it's maybe just, these games weren't good, but the PR looks terrible. Yeah, I know. Well, and it's not even like like you said, they're they're not even living up to the bad reputation that they created. Yeah. <laughs> they're not even putting out games anymore. Like they're just canceling shit. And the two games that they put out it were failures. Well, in large part, but um, <laughs> it's it's just it's a crock of shit. I hate I hate Star Wars. Now. Think of, think about Skyrim came out in 2011. The next Elder Scrolls game is not even going to come out until 2020. That's a nine that year seems... gap between two games. I don't think the next right. Okay, the, I don't think it's going to come out in 2020. 2021. It's not going to come out until the next consoles are out, and I think at least a year after. Really? All they've showed is a logo of it for the Fallen Order. You're saying? No, for I'm talking. I went to uh, Elder Scrolls. Oh. I'm saying like the gap of time between Elder Scrolls five and six is huge. It's going to be almost ten years. This, this they they are sorry, but that is prepared to take the long term route to make sure the next installment of this beloved fucking franchise is yeah. going to be as good as it could possibly be. Definitely, and EA doesn't do that, even though they're handed one of the most beloved franchises of all time that's been going for forty years. They still can't even like respect it enough to do it with that. Well, I think it's almost like the lack of competition. No one else is doing Star Wars games, so they have. Yeah, we've talked about that too. Yeah, they're 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 strangleholding the whole franchise. It's got to be bad on both ends. First of all, EA is not making money off these games. They're giving away the DLC stuff for free because people bitched at the terrible game. Even though I agree, I I will play it and I, I do enjoy parts of it, but in large part, like. I bought it on sale and haven't put any more money into it. So they can't be making money. They're not making money off me. I, I, I don't pay extra beyond the money I pay in a game in any game. But yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I played it and I... It's fine. It's not bad. It's gorgeous. It's great to see the ships and the robots and all that stuff in there. But droids. They're how, called droids. Uh, they're called droids. Some, yeah. <laughs> uh, and if, it's, just, uh, it's just... I know. It's just unfortunate. It's just like if this was the first time this happened... You'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. I wonder what they're going to do next. But it's just like one thing after another. No positive news from EA since Battlefront 1 came out in 2015. So, yeah. Sorry, farm boy. If, if, in the, if four years from now, the 10-game contract's up, 
they stop having exclusive license? Is there a publisher or a developer that you would like to make a Star Wars First game? First of all, Star Wars is going to end with Episode Nine, and then we're fucking done, and there's nothing after it because it's going to be the greatest thing of all time. I mean, and they're going to end with a bang. I'm done. Star Wars is going to—that's the pod. The day that thing comes out, the podcast is done. I've just been—I've really been wanting to shut things down, but I feel like we should just wait till Episode Nine. We've been going for five years. We should just hold out at least a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next week. <laughs> um, no, I don't think they should be exclusive with anybody. Exactly what you said about the Marvel thing. Like, they should open it up. Because they can make different style games. Is there anyone you think would make a great one? Uh, I think Bethesda would make a good RPG. Open world RPG. I had to say... I think uh, Blizzard would make a good shooter. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I don't know the name of the developer off the top of my head, but are you familiar with the Wipeout games? No. Uh, they're uh, they're like uh, sort of like uh, F-Zero. They're, they're like these racing engine little hover cars that are going just like insane speeds. I think if they made a pod racing game, it would be phenomenal. That'd be dope. You could almost make like, yeah, like a, a, a Star Wars Forza and just yeah. do something ridiculous. Like, who cares? Put some crazy shit in there. I feel like they're straying away from doing that. I was thinking, as we were recording the... Um, I wanted to bring this up. When we were doing the Clone Wars fanboy commentary earlier today, we were talking about how they threw everything they wanted to, any crazy designs, they threw it out there because it was a cartoon and it was, you know, 2003. They could just make whatever they wanted. I feel like Disney, I'm not upset with how they're handling Star Wars, but I feel like they are being a little more reserved in what they let people put out. I feel like they're taking less of a, what's the word? I wouldn't call one movie a year reserved, but I'm not. I'm not saying the the schedule of anything. I'm more saying like the type of content they're putting out. Yeah. You like, know, what, like they didn't make Luke Skywalker be a crazy lightsaber badass and fight all the ATATs and whatever. Like they were focused more on things like I don't know the definition of the Force as yeah. opposed to flashy fighting styles and effects and things like that. I feel like that's just a change in how they're in their tone and how they're handling Star Wars. That's kind of how it was in the originals, the prequels, and that whole era. Lucas was like, let's do whatever the fuck we want. And now we're going kind of back to a little bit more reserved. But still good. I'm just saying, like, in terms of style. You know what kind of game I would just fucking love is like a Titanfall Star Wars, but make it around the clones. Mm. So... <clears throat> Republic Commando, like speech yeah, like a, like almost like a yeah, crazy updated Republic Commando, but you go in and out of like a. You could even make it make it up, like I'm I'm, I'm talking about like what kind of droid or what kind of ship or what kind of uh, ATAT Walker, whatever you want to like put it into the game, but just make it mobile where you get out, you have to do things on foot, then you get back into your your machine and then you and you have to i mean it's like a uh check checkpoint thing where I mean, if you ever played uh titanfall you would I know haven't. i haven't titanfall it, it was like they would forcefully it, through storyline break you up from your titan you'd have to go on foot and it would be very uh first person shooter very like uh call of duty but with a little extra pizzazz because you like wa- run on walls and, and crazy shit. Yeah. And then you would meet up back with your Titan, get in it. And then it was very like mech assault, like blow shit up and, and use all the extra special powers and rockets and shit. You could make that with clones. I feel like a pilot clones. or something like that. Yeah. Some type of piloting with with like first person shooter integrated into it. That's my that, favorite part of Battlefront 2 is the 
play the space stuff actually i agree yeah he I, says it, they that all the time perfected it it's so fun to play and it's easy i feel like uh yeah, when, when you perfected but yeah but it's it's so smooth and it's so chaotic it's like chaotically smooth which is so right. hard to do right no i know what you mean as soon as you said that i know what you mean because the the first battlefront you jump in shit i think it, it in the 2015 one you could still jump in did i don't think so no, no? it's like no? you load yeah what am I thinking of? There was something else that... Thinking of the like, old ones. I know the original concept of Battlefront 3 was that it was going to be like on land and in space like at the same time and you go in and out and go back to... See, them. I wish they would do like a whole... Like just do like a quarter of a planet where part of it is space and then whoever gets the upper edge in space can land and start like... Apparently that's how the new game mode is supposed to be. I don't know if they're actually going to be able to pull it off, but... The ga- new game mode that's supposed to come out in February with Anakin is supposed to be like that. Anakin, drop, Anakin, drop the DLC. <laughs> oh man! Open license. Shinobi says, "I Shinobi." Hi, Travis Dunn. Open it up. Spider Burst. Let's go. <sighs> Wait, we got. Uh, you want to finish Star Wars stuff? I'd rather not. What? fuck else are we supposed to talk about what? mild i'm gonna say i still have some hope for the company that made titanfall making a star wars game i think it'll feel fun to play i don't know about anything else i hope it comes out but just, I, i'm really hoping that comes out this fall i'll get it i'm sure i'll get it i just am not optimistic i'm not optimistic but i it is the only thing that any is happening in star wars games i want it to be good so bad wouldn't it be cool if you were a clone commander in in the game that i just built that would be cool Anything else that you say doesn't matter because that would be cool. <laughs> in in a game that you were doing some special ops shit, you were using some type of vehicle or something, halfway through, shit hit the fan, and then like Mace Windu busted through a wall and said, all right, you just follow me. I'll get you where you need to go. And then he takes the fuck off once he gets you there. Well, let's get a Samuel Dude, Jackson, you'd be, dude. I'd be like, oh, I get to fucking fight with Mace Windu right now. I don't care if I get to be him. I get to see him do some crazy shit. Yeah. And, and at one point, maybe he gets like, bogged down by something and I gotta protect him and like keep him oh, oh, I'm getting hard just thinking about it guys <laughs> they <laughs> should love make it. a Clone Wars game like just Clone Wars <clears throat> yeah you think maybe that's part of the issue with the Battlefront is that they're spread across all three eras and like even though it's really just kind of cosmetic stuff they're kind of spread a little bit thin whereas if in- they focused on like even one one, one style of battle in the entire Clone Wars conflict so they can really not, get more specific with it. I don't think that I don't have an issue with it because in a game like Battlefront 2, you have to do many eras because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just run and gun. Like you said, a lot of it's just skins. Like it, it doesn't right, even right. really make a difference. There's like always stormtroopers, just different, three different kinds. But if they do any type of story mode, they need to pick one and go with it. Yeah. So, which they did. They uh, it was a bad story mode. Did you ever play the the campaign for Battlefront 2? Yeah, parts look cool. It wasn't a great story. Uh, yeah, that's sad. Uh, it, it was, was bad. Uh, disappointing. Uh, it felt like they had all these maps from the multiplayer, and they're like, well, what can we do with these maps? Yeah, like I said, I felt it like it was an intro I to even all know heroes. I would say that. A lot of the stuff in this campaign wasn't in the multiplayer. Because the multiplayer only has like three things. And, see, uh, and they only make two of them available at any given time. Also, yeah. they, they wrote two Battlefront 2 books about Aiden and how evil she was and two missions in she's like yeah the Empire's not that great my, dad, my dad's a dick 
My dad's a dad. Yeah, what the, up, Leia? The the way that she shifts in that is absurd. Like yeah. the, like okay, now we're shooting all the people that were my friends. That yeah, is that moment. That was terrible. So bad. I, See, that's yeah. another issue. I know we've harped on it before, but like that's an issue where I feel like the developers were really going somewhere interesting with it, and then EA. I don't know what's. Ha- I don't know if that happened. I'm just assuming EA came in and was like, make the campaign like two hours, and they <laughs> well, had to cut like out all hour. of the shit that made her switching actually give you an impact. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just making stuff up. Before we go to which Spider-verse, is what we do every week. Do you know anything about this uh, fan theory that Chat's talking about? <laughs> what's who's talking about what? Do you fan know theory. About the. Uh... Wow. Shit. Ooh, ah. I can never do that. Can you, can you do that? No. The disturb thing? Ooh, I can't do it ah, fast ah. enough. Ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it always gets stuck in my head. Like the drum beat at the beginning and everything is like so intense. But I can never actually sing it. It's uh, almost like you can't do it at, at, at a whisper. You'd have to do it. Full. Did uh, you talk where's about the Star Wars Theory fan film? Oh, have you you've seen the Vader fan film? No. You haven't even seen it yet? Huh. No. All right. I haven't seen it. I really don't want to talk about it. I really don't. You haven't seen it either? No. Okay. I really don't even want to talk about it, even if you had. Was it, I mean, was it a decent film? It was decent. For a a fan film, it was great. Oh, okay. But in general, I was just like, eh, it's like a bunch of cool force powers. I don't really, it's cool, but like. No story writing. It was just fun to watch. There is and there isn't. Okay. I don't want to say much until you've seen it. The whole issue was, it was for a split second, uh, was copyrighted on YouTube by. Disney and he was freaking out and being a whiny crybaby about it and then he like spoke up and like Disney came back in and removed the copy strike or whatever so there's just a bunch of drama for a few days on Twitter and everybody's freaking out and like blah 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 oh but it's still like available yeah it was always available they weren't going to take it down but they were claiming they basically told him it's a big project so he went to Lucasfilm he's like yo can I make this they're like yeah no big deal he's like can I monetize it they're like obviously not He's like, can I crowdfund it to help cover the cost? They're like, no, you can't make any money in, in any way off of this whatsoever. He's like, okay, I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, so he did, and he didn't put ads on it at all. And then because the music that he had written had a little ditty of the Imperial March in there, the music group that owns all the music came in and, and copyrighted it and then was monetizing it on YouTube, like getting all the monetization from it on YouTube. Wait, but if he didn't have ads on it, then what were they actually getting out of it? Maybe he did have ads on it. He just couldn't make any money from it. Hmm. I might have, might have misspoke on that. The, the, the main all, part was they said he could do it, and then they came in and like put a copyright mark on it. But at the same time, you use the Imperial March in your music. Like I don't know what you expected. Well, okay. So I have many, many issues on both sides. <laughs> First of all, you created a Star Wars thing and thought maybe perhaps that you could make something off of it. That's not going to happen. Regardless of who you are, I don't care if you got an okay by Jesus. We no one gives a fuck. We don't you have a can't, Patreon. You can't make something with Star Wars on it and then try to make money off of it. We don't have a Patreon. And, and then you knowingly went in, <laughs> you, you knowingly went in trying to do it, saying with the okay, but you you can't do any of this. You can do it. But you can't make any money. You can't crowdfund. You can't do shit. And he said, okay, I'm going to do it anyways. Well, you, you're walking into a fucking fire. No, he was allowed pl- to do it just knowing that he couldn't but, make money from it. But And he couldn't crowdfund it. Right. And uh, you can't use other shit. No, he can use it whatever he wants the music. he's not monetizing. The music. Of course, right. You got the okay to make the film, not a, hey, let me use, I'm going to put Han Solo in there and have his theme and 
uh, there's going to be a nude scene. So <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> My whole thing was like, if you weren't planning on making any money from it, you already knew that ahead of time. If they copyrighted it, why you, why do you care? What does that change? It doesn't change anything. It really doesn't. If people like the fan film, they still liked it. They still like your channel. Like whatever. There's really nothing to be said about it. Yeah. What was the end game to get more followers? Like, and I'm sure he did. Just make cool content and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I and then it was, it was verging on the. I was trying to be positive about Disney Star Wars, and of course they come in and copy claim my video. So fuck Disney. I'm going George Lucas all the way. Blah blah blah. But it wasn't even Disney that copyrighted it. It was the there's the company that owns the music. The, right? the music copywriting and publishing stuff is so confusing. There's like eight companies that claimed it because you have like a bunch of hands involved in who owns the publishing rights versus the recording rights and the mechanical versus whatever. It's it's really confusing. So to like try to put it into my head, it's like if someone put something out there with Michael Jackson's music, but Michael Jackson didn't own his own music. Well, yeah, I think he did at the end, but like it would it would be the just the think about people, how many hands are involved in like Metallica. Right. The producer, the label, all four members and the publisher, like all that kind of stuff. They all have a little bit of a claim over it. Yeah. So, but anyways, <sighs> that might not have been the best explanation ever. The point is, if you make really cool fan created content and don't expect to monetize it, don't bitch about things when Disney claims copyright over the things that they own. <laughs> That's what you get for making a fan. Just don't film. use just, it as a platform to like go anti Disney on the just because they made one little claim on you. Just why'd you put the Imperial March in your music? Well, the fact that they said okay, you can do it, I would say is pro Disney. Yeah, that's great. You yeah. went to them and they said, okay. That's more than I would. Because they, I would have, yeah, expected them to be like, no, you can't fucking do any of that. They, this is our shit. They love, they love this. They love fan films. They love people furthering their IP without them having to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, that's free. No. Yeah, Star Wars content. Why do you think there's like, has any other, any Star Wars podcast ever been like claimed or sued or copy striked about anything? Well, halfway through. Globalist. Disney Globalist. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> we um, yeah, anyways. So, yeah. But, yeah, any publicity is good publicity. Unless it's bad and you're a shit talker. The thing that really irked me was <laughs> when he when they first did the claim and he made a response video and he was on the verge of being like, fuck Disney because of this. Because then everybody that watches his channel is going to convert over to the... <laughs> Convert in quotation marks. Convert over to the fuck Disney Star Wars, fuck Last Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Dealing in absolutes. And we just don't need that. I haven't had a chance to say this. The Last Jedi is wonderful. It's the second best Star Wars movie. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good to hear. I got it. I got it pretty high up now. We can do rankings at the end. Probably sits, sits in the middle for me. We should rank. There's definitely films worse. There's definitely films better. That's how I feel. Yeah. In fact, I would say. You can say that about everything. The most excited I have been leaving a movie since The Last Jedi was Spider-Verse. Let's good good segue. That. I was in love with that movie from second one. It, it is phenomenal. It was amazing. I agree, but going into it, well, first of all, what a, a year and a half after it was actually <laughs> released, I had heard such like perfection reviews that I went into it. I was like, all right, I'm just ready to be fucking exploded, blown away. And, I mean, it was it was exceptional. But I, I I was like kind of a half step back. I was like, yeah, it was very unique. It was so cool how they they meshed everything. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, it was different. Which how how do you do Spider Man different? There's 110 wow. Spider Man movies out there, and you still did it different and, and did it well. Um, I thought the comic book animation of it was fucking cool. 
I thought it was hilarious that there was a pig dude. And like, it was John Mulaney. Oh my god, I know. It was amazing. Uh, yeah, so... And Nicolas Cage as the yeah. noir Spider-Man. The, amazing oh, really? casting. Yeah. And uh, I think Donald Glover was... Uh, the kid? Yeah, right? Am no. I, am I crazy about that? No. Am I wrong about that? Okay. No. Donald Glover may or may not be Miles Morales' uncle in the MCU if it comes to that. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, the fact that Miles is a Spider-Man. It's awesome. I didn't. I, I'm not into the comic book stuff, so I don't know. Neither do I. I knew that was a thing, but I think they did it incredibly well. Yeah. I Well, I knew he was a Spider-Man. I didn't know about the alternate universe splitting stuff. Um. I like to get my wife's reaction on things like this because she likes like superhero movies. She usually likes the story and everything. But when it gets a little too like the alternate dimension thing, I thought was going to fuck with like her following the movie, Mm -hmm. but she followed it the entire time and she loved it. And I thought, I think that's a huge accomplishment for them to like general fans can handle like seven Spider-Man splitting universes or dimensions and coming together and totally make sense of it and still enjoy the movie and still be able to follow it. Yeah, Spiders. It's crazy how they did it. First of all, they're not all Spider-Men. Spider humans. We've got well there was a there was I was gonna say there was a spider swine. Spider humans, spider swine. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the name of the episode? (laughs) Spider swine. Yes. Not uh something about gooey cheese. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, spider swine's way better. (laughs) Um it it just had so many aspects. Okay. The storytelling, great. The, the fact that you could follow a multiverse thing, great. It felt like a big a big movie. Yes. But they still kept it personal. Yes. About Miles. Yes. And they and they built it in the fact, and I mean, the fact that the bad guy ended up being his uncle, and you're like, of course, but still awesome, because everybody has that close uh, family member or friend that dies, if you're a spider uh, individual. Um, Which had its own scene. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, and and then his relationship with his dad. I loved every time he said, "I'm only going to do this once." Yeah, and then every time it worked so well. All of those scenes were great, man. Did mm-hmm. any, either of you see it in 3D? No, I did not. If you can, I it is. I don't care to see 3D. It's one. They're six dollars more expensive than other movies. Neither do and I. B, yeah. They don't seem to do anything. It right. is the most remarkable 3D I've ever seen in a movie. That that makes sense. Yeah, because I made it. I almost went into a fucking psycho killer. Space flying through every my eyeballs were so there was so much <laughs> shit to look at on the screen. I don't know if I could handle the 3D stuff. Yeah, it already gave you seizure as it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was flying through DMT life. I did like how they uh, how they made fun of how many Spider Man movies they've been mm-hmm. and like the origin story and like the little dance sequence from Spider Man Three. Like they poke fun of themselves. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Spider Man from the movie? Favorite Spider Man. Or spider person, or spider individ- individual. Um, spider sapien. Um, that doesn't work. Either. Maybe still a swine. Okay, I don't get. I don't get it. I like Gwen. Gwen's a fucking badass. Spider Gwen has to have one of the coolest superhero suits that exists. Yeah. Oh yeah, she looks awesome. Oh yeah, the fact that it's a hoodie. You're like, yeah, one of the of coolest hoodies yeah. in the world. I know it's probably a cop out to say the main character, but I think Miles is was. My favorite, especially because I've heard about him before. Uh, people that we are friends with that actually know comics have brought him up multiple times. It was cool to actually see his origin story and like get to know him as a character, finally. I think he could easily be my favorite, but because we only saw like his origin, right? I'd still go with Gwen. Yeah. And I, 
You know what? I, I did not expect this when I left it that one of the Peter Parkers would be my favorite, but Peter B. Parker, the the, the, the fat is one? surprisingly the fat like I didn't think I would care about him at all, like when he was introduced, and the fact that I cared about him a lot at the end of that, I yeah. was really impressed by. He was like the the broken teacher. It was almost like an Obi-Wan where Obi-Wan's really wise, but also you can like see he's tainted by everything that's going on. Yeah. It was kind of that uh, relationship. Oh, he has to overcome him. some of his own shit along the way. Yep. Teaching the pupil kind of helps him get back into the flow of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I am still going to give it to the pig because um, <laughs> uh, he is remarkable and he's John Mulaney and the fact that it visually didn't look absurd is incredible. Oh, and I forgot the anime robot thing too. Yeah. I totally I forgot about that. His favorite yeah, just easily. because uh, all she does is visually interesting things and nothing actually interesting in the film. I thought that was interesting that that was in there in the first place. So, of course, like when you have multiverse stuff, you're like, of course that can happen, especially because she's from the future. So she like has the the spider as a pet. Like it's it's outrageous, but it works because it's a multi. There's a fucking cartoon pig flying around. Like, who cares? Right, right, I right. do think the spider being in there and she communicates it is a very interesting twist it, on the story. Yeah, I think it powers it or something like that. The spider yeah, powers the she, suit. I, I that is the only one that I had no I familiarity with before going to the. Movie. I watched an Easter egg video about it. And I still don't remember. He's just good with his hands. But I'm hoping if they they're they're doing more. They're doing at least Spider Gwen and uh, and another Spider Verse. And I'm really hoping we see the weird Japanese Spider Man show up. I don't know about that. There's a weird Japanese like 70s or 80s TV show with the worst. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And just like reuses scenes all the time. Not even that good of like special effects. And it's hilarious. Did you guys see the uh, post credit scene? I didn't. Yes. I'm hilarious. Myself. I didn't. Hilarious. First of all, who was that? Spider. Spider 2099 or some shit. I've probably um, heard about it. I didn't see it. it it's uh, so I know it's another guy that is. Like, is another Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really only know it as far as, like, being, like, here is a character that is not a white man as a superhero. Yeah. Like, those sorts of things. And uh, that he is, I'm pretty sure, that is, like, one of the first of Marvel's Hispanic superheroes. Oh. But um, I he is someone from the future going back, I believe. Yeah. Because when he shows up oh, in I that 60s, 60s Spider-Man stuff, I was laughing my ass off. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I, very funny. Also, the the sixty Spider Man cartoon, the way the mouth moves is hilarious. Yes, that is phenomenal. Oh, and, and then they do the meme. They reference the meme there. Oh yeah, the the Spider Man pointing yeah at pointing at each meme. other. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that is one of the funniest self referential jokes I've seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm a spider. I'm a spider. Um, so here's an interesting thought that a lot of Star Wars fans that have seen Spider Verse have been saying. Do you know that it was produced and written by Lord and Miller, the directors that were supposed to do Solo? I did know that. So a lot of people saw this and was like, Spider-Verse is amazing. Debuted with 100% rating. Everybody loves it. What had happened if they had just stayed on the project for Solo? I mean, a lot of people like those uh, 21 Jump Street movies, too. I haven't seen those, but people like those a lot, too. I do. That's who they They did did that, too. Yeah, and the Lego movie. They're all right. The Lego movies are great. I think having seen Spider-Verse, it worked great. It was perfect for its own thing. I think that was way too much humor for... Solo. Yeah. Yeah. They, Solo I mean, had a, just enough humor. It has to be treated completely differently. Yeah. And like improv and like stuff like that. I feel like that would have been, would have taken it a little way too far. Yeah. A little I, way too I far. I was really low on Solo before it came out because I thought like we see 
Han, Hol- Han Solo get redeemed in the original trilogy, so he's just going to be an asshole, was what I thought going into it. Yeah. So I, I was surprised to have that subverted, that he was not just an asshole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if he was just wisecracking and hilarious the whole time, or anyone in that movie was, it would have been weird. I think so too, yeah. Uh, I think it was just interesting, because obviously that was like the big drama for Solo, and then they end up doing Spider-Verse right after, and it was amazing. So I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. Spider-Verse was great, man. That's all I'm saying. I I have no issues with it. And that's crazy for me to say. I just had the expectations were like perfect. And I don't think anyone can sit there and say something's perfect. Which, here we go. You going to say it? You going to say it? I I would agree. I think it is the best movie I have seen in years. My favorite superhero movie, bar none. Oh, that's that's bold, man. It's hard for me to say. Is another it's, superhero it's a, movie perfect? It's a no, totally different no. style of movie. And I also don't think that Spider-Verse couldn't exist without there being six other Spider-Man movies. And right, some me, of them being bad. You let, know what I mean? Let me say this. And this it's, is yeah. This is just a personal uh, personal preference. I loved it. It was it was basically perfect for what it was. But do I prefer like a more of a live action of course i want to see actual actual i agree 100 people acting but with that said it was great so i have no nothing against it but i do think there could be like like logan i would i would actually prefer logan over this i think it's a reasonable stance but i and i will still i think that's totally fair i still think that the fact that it's someone who has sort of a bias against animation can still love it that much still just says a lot about it I agree too. Yeah, I like. I know you were balls deep in like some of the Red Hood, uh, DC films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've really never watched any of those, so I was kind of iffy going in that it was animated, and I it came out really loving it. And they didn't overdo the comic book thing. Like in a lot of the action scenes, they would like put a little little blurb there, or when oh, at the yeah, be- yeah, at yeah. the beginning, you when he was talking to himself, that stuff was coming that up. Was actually some of the coolest stuff. In it was really cool. I, I really liked that, but they didn't. That the fact that they didn't overdo it, like every scene, it was all over the yeah. fucking screen. Yeah, it was just I'm tastefully done. Yeah, it Flip. was tastefully done. And when he Flip. becomes Spider Man, it becomes a comic book. It's very cool. The whole the whole Wait, scene. what? It's so like as as Miles Morales becomes Spider Man, he's that's when the only that's the first time you start seeing those like text bubbles pop up of his thoughts. Oh yeah, and it's like and it's like minds racing like that. That is when it becomes, and I think that was very neat. That's cool. Effect. That's cool. Also, the fact that his uh, spider thing is like spray painted graffiti. Oh, yeah, that is, is the most legit thing I've ever looks, seen. His so, art and everything. Is well, really also, cool, just yeah. his suit. The black suit is fucking oh, awesome, yeah. man. Dude. I prefer one with a cape, though. People don't do this because people were terrible on Twitter about this, but I hope that is added to the Spider-Man game. I don't think it will. I don't think you're going to add any more stuff to the Spider-Man game. People complain and they added the suit from the Tobey Maguire movies, and it was annoying. But if people want a very nice look, why was it annoying? To add, oh, people like were like, "Oh, you didn't add this suit." You were when they revealed them, and then like a couple days later, they added it to the game. The people were complained, stupid. which means they were probably going to add it anyway. Yeah, no yeah, way yeah. they made it in two days, right? Yeah, but uh, it, it was gross. People who like games are gross sometimes. <sighs> yeah, no, that it, it's interesting that people you... who like games are gross most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> people who like Star Wars are gross all the time. I'm gonna say people who hang out on Twitter are the worst, and maybe that's the <laughs> the dregs of society. That's yes. I don't I don't even have Twitter on my shit because all it is is people shit talking. No, I unfollowed and muted most of everybody that sucks. So my our Twitter feed is usually just awesome Star Wars info. It's a good place for news too. Do we have uh, art? I do, but I went to the store and I didn't have any frames that were there that were small enough for it. 
So I don't have it framed and put up yet. Okay. I did get some badass art from Kigo for as part of our uh, um, Commonwealth gift exchange for Christmas. I just got it because it was from Australia and it got sent to my old address and blah, blah, blah. But I don't have it framed yet. So I was trying okay. to get it done in time, but I didn't. So next week. No, not next week. I'll be. Yeah, next week. Sorry. I'm sad I haven't seen this. I haven't seen it either. Yeah. It's right <laughs> out there on the table. I'll show you. Out, oh, okay. Outside, outside, outside on the table. Behind the green screen. Behind the green screen on the table. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so Spider-Verse, Spider yes. Good. Excellent. Yeah, 100% go see it if you haven't. Off the Spider-Man thing, have you seen the trailer for Far From Home? Uh, yes, I have. Yes. Um, Not hyped for it, but I definitely, I'm going to see it. All oh, the Marvel films are fine. They're all fine. They're That's all the fine. worst they've been. Is that it's fine. And some of them are good. Some of them are fine. That's a very good point. Worst they've been is fine. It's a really good point. Except for like Iron Man 3. Yeah, Iron Man 3 is the worst of them, I think. The worst the Star Wars movies have been is good. Mm. But there's only been five. So, four. Sorry. There's more than four Star Wars films there. I'm but talking it's... about the new ones. <laughs> Goddamn. Yes, but I, 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 I see what that. you mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's completely a point of view because I, I guarantee you there's people... Well, obviously... <laughs> you really think there's some people that don't like some of the new Star Wars Well, films? it's... Wait a second. <laughs> are you... Wait, are you saying what I think you're saying? Yeah. Guys. Luke Skywalker's a bitch. Breaking news. Punk dirty bitch. Punk bearded fuck. Sorry. No, he doesn't have a beard. He does in the new one that I hate. Oh, yeah, he's right. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, I am... I'm low-key hyped because I've always liked Spider-Man. But I was never so balls deep in the comics that I know about Mysterio. I don't know. I don't really know his background. I don't know much about Doc Ock. I don't know all that stuff. So yeah. the fact that we have a brand new villain that I've never seen and has never been on screen, I'm really hyped for. Also, my biggest curiosity is this is taking place after Endgame. And we know that Spider-Man melted away into dust. So what's going to happen in the multiverse of these two things? They already set up multiverse. Spider-Verse started the multiverse. I think people have been complaining about that and I think that is one of the most absurd things complaining about what uh, that is like oh you've spoiled Infinity War End game and it's like oh did you think that every one of the characters from their movie was going to be dead did you think, think that they would like get Spider-Man back from Sony and put him in one movie two yeah. movies sorry or like Black Panther is gonna die eight months after he breaks like a bunch of Brock's office records yeah exactly um, I, I think that uh I, mean, I don't think it's even a stretch. I think all the people whose contracts are coming up are going to die in the next film and all the people who died are going to come back to life. And I don't think that's a very, <laughs> I don't think that's a very ambitious guess. So yeah. are we saying they're going to recast? No, I think that Iron no. Man's going to die. Captain America's going to die. And in replace, you're going to get a new Captain America. You're going to get a new person. Maybe not actually a new Iron Man, a new person taking that role. Uh, like a new superhero taking that role. Yeah. So, and then you got Spider-Man and Black Panther kind of leading things. And you will literally get a new Captain America, either from the Winter Soldier or a uh, Falcon. Oh, yeah. Doctor Strange dies, though, right? Yep. See, I wish. I don't think so, because Doctor Strange is like a, a MacGuffin, but well, a powerful it, MacGuffin. In Infinity War, he died. Yeah. But I we don't know he if he stays dead. dead. He has that Doctor, Doctor he has, Strange. He already has a second movie. That Doctor Strange died. That's why oh, we're talking about this multiverse did, did he, thing where I think... See, okay, this this is going to be the thing. I hope they don't introduce that. I think somehow this universe is going to be reset and there's going to be one person to travel to make it happen. However, whatever, which way they want to do it. Happen. Because let, let's picture this. Somehow... Uh, Doctor Strange, because I figure he probably would have the power to do it somehow. Ant Man's going to be the key. Ant Man's, well, he is. I, 
but I don't think he's going to live through it. I think he's going to be the key, but it's going to send someone else through. He's mm-hmm. going to like go molecular with another person. So Travis in the in the chat says things going to that's how we get mutants in MCU. My far and away like would the only thing they can do that I think would make it amazing is if they have Scarlet Witch somehow get like the reality gem. They have Scarlet Witch change all of reality because that's actually like in the comic books. Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful mutants, and well, she, she literally like it, erases yeah. almost every mutant from existence because she wishes it. Jesus, uh, it's a yeah, it's a thing called House of M. It and and then I think they could do the and they could make it so that she brings them back and like mm. they they and make it so they retcon it so that at some point they existed, they disappeared, and now they're back. Or she just makes it so people are. I don't know, but. Somehow they're going to bring mutants in, and I think using Scarlet Witch would be a nice nod to that. I well, do. maybe they do the same thing, but instead of with the Reality Stone and Scarlet Witch, they do it with Doctor Strange and the Time Stone. Because he seems very tied to that. Well, clearly. but And Scarlet Witch wasn't tied to anything. Or really. five people. But he doesn't get have one anymore. stone, and together they do something that... Like the future power friends. Well, isn't the gauntlet destroyed after we used it? I can't remember. Oh. I can't remember. I feel like it maybe... I don't think so. He set it on like an end table at the end. Remember at the, on the beach? Didn't even lock it up. <laughs> Just threw it on the tiki hut by the margaritas. Just kidding. How, uh, okay. Wait, I wait do, one thing. I do think they will bring in the mutants and the Fantastic Four. I don't think it might happen this year, maybe not even next year, but I think they will definitely bring them in. I feel like the Avengers End War end credit scene has to involve a mutant that, that was cool. not previously in it, but used to be owned by Fox. That and, would be cool. And that would like retcon everything. Why the mutants weren't in the the ones before because they weren't created until this universe was... That trips me out. If they do that, I'm sure they'll do it the right way, but as of now, I'm like, I don't want multiple universe nonsense. See a lightsaber. And then... What do you say? What if you see a lightsaber? That'd be cool. <laughs> this is our bridge from the Marvel Universe to the Star Wars Universe. If you think they t- they've taken 10 years to build up the key characters of like Cap and Iron Man, if they're going to die, like we're not going to have brand new characters that are leading the charge right away. Like I feel like there's another 10 year storyline that's going to progress and mutants and the Fantastic Four are a part of that. And Spider-Man, obviously. What if, what if? Uh, Travis Dunn just said, Logan, what if somehow, <laughs> no. somehow. See, I'm still kind of stuck on this. There's got to be a tie. Someone's got to spark the multiverse. Uh, I don't think it'll be multiverse. I think literally someone will change reality. Well, to me, that's multiverse. No. I know it's not, but there's more than one realities. To me, it's this. It isn't, but it is to me. It's dependent uh, from a certain point of view. No, I understand. I just think it's so confusing. I'm just kind of waiting for them. I'm waiting to see Endgame. I'm sure they'll do it right. It's just... It hurts my brain to think about. What if they do it wrong? Because Spider Spider Verse was like silly enough, and it was a cartoon. I was like, okay, cool, I can accept that. But in Endgame, after half the people in the universe are dead, like they have to really, really blow it out of the park for that to make sense, and like accept that Spider Man can come back from the dead. Which I I don't know what to expect at all. It's gonna be weird. This might be. You all don't read Marvel comics very much. No, no, not a comic guy. One of the weird things about Thanos in the Marvel comics is that he's always talking to a weird personification of death who's a little girl. Mm, I've heard that, yeah. I think she takes some other forms, but mostly she's a little girl. I feel like he's got to end up talking to death. He's like, ah, did I impress you or something? Like, I don't know. Lady, he's got a weird thing for the, like, the concept and personification of death. Yeah. 
and I it could just be you end up getting the Eternals who are like the MacGuffin gods of the Marvel Universe just like change things. Well, aren't the Watchers going to show up at some point too? Um, uh, the Watchers were in at least one end credit scene. That's what I mean. I, like, aren't they going to pop up? Their thing is supposed to be they don't do anything, but then sometimes they do. I, I think the Eternals <laughs> are more likely to come and actually change something, and they are similarly powerful. It's the best hope, thing I've ever heard. I hope some nothing. I hope they keep it out of the clouds, <sighs> per se. They already don't, haven't. Well, you got an interdimensional purple titan that destroyed half the universe. But he's still a he still can die. Like he is. There's not an over controlling person you're be we're beyond reality now they they're bringing people back from the dead so who knows what the fuck's gonna happen they're not yet are they well they, they will somehow spider-man's back it's gonna be crazy what was that was that your point that because they're making these other spider-man movies that like why can't the second spider-man film with tom holland be before the last avengers that doesn't it could but we already know that it's not oh that's your point like it's they it's not it's after Endgame it comes after Endgame, even though Spider Man died in Infinity War so he has to come back at some point so the mystery is how they're going to do that shit in Endgame yeah, something we're not including mm-hmm. is that Miss Marvel will be there and she will be a key oh Captain Marvel Captain yeah, Marvel yeah. yeah yeah that's true Captain Marvel is is first and then Endgame and then Spider Man wait isn't there a fourth this year too not that I'm aware of. I it was fourth a, Marvel. A, I thought there was a fourth one this year. And, and Captain Marvel is a cool character. I like Captain Marvel a lot. I'm excited to see that movie. Shazam. Uh, that's DC. Shazam is actually the DC movie. <laughs> the first time I've been interested in seeing a DC movie in a long time. I think Shazam's a fun character, and I like the guy who plays Chuck. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. Dark Phoenix is the other one. I don't. I am. I do not think that will be good. I still. I still haven't seen any of those yet. Did you see the Men in Black uh, full trailer? I didn't see it, uh, but I. I know that when it was originally announced, that was announced as a crossover with 21 Jump Street films. And I don't know if it's still that. No, it's not. Uh, No, it's not. I hope not. You, it was at the beginning of Spider-Verse for me. They did a whole big trailer. Oh, oh yeah. I might have seen that too the second time I saw it. It was... Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's Men in Black. It's been overdone. Even though it's a, it's a great... It's very simple. There's not really too many places you can go with it. Did you see Aquaman? They, I haven't yet. Damn it. All right. We can talk about it. I don't really care. I don't have, have anything to say until I can get somebody else's reaction for it. You, you, you need me to find your opinion? Like, I didn't love it that much that I'm bursting to explain it. I, I just want to, I want somebody else's reaction to see if I'm wrong or not. Did you like Wonder Woman? I did. Above or below Wonder Woman? Below. Okay. Wonder Woman's the only one I think they've made that's good so far. So, Batman vs. Superman. I, I love did, it. I disagree. I like Batman vs. Superman a lot. I think it's one of the best superhero movies ever. And I have no problem dying on a hill for that opinion. I, I, I was pretty drunk watching that, and I don't super remember it. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. Opinions are weird. Psychology is weird. I literally don't know how you can watch BVS and think it's bad. I don't, I don't get it. It was exciting. It was dark. It was brutal. It, it was, was dark. I, I was did my phone through most of it, and that's not a great indication of a film. <sighs> It's a long film. I love it. Better though. than Suicide Squad. Everything's yeah. better than Suicide Squad. I think I watched them back to back nights though. So it, was, it did. <laughs> I just, I really, I literally don't understand the hate of BBS. I don't get it at all. All because dude said Martha kind of awkward. Like, does that ruin a movie for you? But it's still, it's like not too far of a stretch. Like the fact that it's not Martha a triggered, it's the fact that Martha, the name triggered something for Bruce Wayne. You're like, even though he yelled it weird, you're like, wait. 
That's what Bruce Wayne is. The fact is that, that parents. a man bent on vengeance and a god bent on helping people can be can come together because of their mothers who they love. I think that storyline is great. He just said it kind of like a fucking dickhead. But does that ruin the whole movie for you? Just the way he delivered that line? Like, really? There's, I mean, there's a lot in there. I think uh, the the great overweighs the uh, outweighs the. Yeah, oh yeah, ninety five percent to five percent. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it's fucking amazing. Getting through Ahsoka. Look at look at these guys. You guys are fucked, man. <laughs> you guys are. I'm just saying you're I, wrong. I will admit the Martha thing didn't bother me, but I do think the weird CG face because of his mustache is is noticeable. At that, oh, that was Justice League. Oh, that, that was, was Justice, Justice League. League. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I watched all of those. In Justice the League was. Having watched BVS and loving it, having rewatched Watchmen, which I just did, both Zack Snyder, I think if Zack Snyder had done and finished Justice League, like people want the Snyder cut, I think it would have been great. The fact that it was split halfway through and finished by Joss Whedon, who did the Avengers, I'm just like, if there's issues with it, that's definitely why. Yeah. I don't know. Padilla said he was he fell asleep with 15 minutes into Batman vs Superman three times. Well, bro, you didn't see the movie then. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Stop getting hammered before you do it. Step one. Don't I don't know. I, I'm gonna still say that is why I enjoyed all of the having a 40 is why I enjoyed all of the DC films at all. Man, you got I just you Except guys Wonder Woman. I saw I, it in theaters. I'm gonna say something that our patrons are gonna get really mad about. Okay, do it. I wanted to see it. And it's gonna be it's gonna be real, and I'm. I still love you guys, but what you're saying, the complaints that you guys are saying right now about BBS sound like people that hate The Last Jedi's complaints about The Last Jedi. But the, I like mean, Rose, yeah, she's a little bit annoying. Okay, it's still a great movie. Like, what do you have to say? Martha sounded annoying. Still a great movie. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. Not we're not here to change opinions. So, just putting that out there. And I think you're. I, I think you might not be entirely wrong. Partly because I think a lot of the people don't like the Last Jedi is because of the way they already felt about Luke from other things, yeah. the books and stuff. Yeah, I think it's true. Part of the reason people don't like that is because Batman vs Superman was done better in comics and more interestingly, is they're comparing it to that and they're like, well, it's not because of the comics. Yeah, the comparison thing really kills you going into a movie in the first place. It, I think it, that's why I enjoy the MCU so much. I've never read comics. I've loved everything. I'm getting these characters fresh for for the most part for the first time. And I'm like, I'm digging the entire ride. I have no issues with it at all. It does seem like a better way to enjoy them. It, it, I can't divorce myself from having read many comics as a high comparison. Player, comparison will kill you, man. Well, it's like if you really, let's just say you really like a book. Really, one of your favorites. And they're going to make a movie about it. Impossible to live up. If it's, if it's truly that high on your list, the smallest little thing. That didn't happen to book. Who's that guy? Yeah. Worst. Thing yeah. ever, it's yeah. never going to live up, and that's a that's a preconception you go into. Right? Will I allow this movie to be better than what I know? Yeah, is Harry Potter six bad just because it's not as good as the book? Harry Potter five is bad because they didn't have Voldemort and Dumbledore's fight be good, and that is good in the book. I thought it was good. I don't know. My favorite part of that fight is that Dumbledore brings a bunch of statues to life and they show the statues in the film and he doesn't bring them to life and that made me angry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. I haven't read that book, that one in a while. I think that's one of the coolest scenes in the entire Harry Potter series and they the how bad that is in the film <laughs> it, uh, makes me sad. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. I think this looks kind of awesome. <laughs> I'll see it. I'm just going through this. Uh, as I was walking out of Spider Verse, I was looking at the walls of all the the posters, and there's like, there's just so much shit. 
There's a lot. Yeah. So much shit coming out. I'm glad to be over this giant wave of holiday stuff because not only do you have the holiday season, but there's so many games came out. All the new movies came out. All the new trailers and shit came out. It's nice to kind of settle a little bit and chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's like overwhelm. It is kind of, it is awkwardly nice to take a break from Star Wars because last year there was so much that came out too. I mean, we've got, we got. Take a break, break so we can prep because 2019 is going to be jam-packed with Star Wars stuff. Yeah. I I kind of wish they had originally gone every other year a movie. They they did they set did their the saga. Well, true, but they did set themselves up for some great expectations. And the fact that they're a year and a half away from Solo is when nine comes out. It feels like a stretch and you're like, what the fuck, guys? It's half as long as it used to feel. I know, I agree and I know, but that's not what we're <laughs> used to now for the past five years. So I must hate it. Right. It's not what I expected. I won't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Unless R2-D2 dies. As I, I kind of disagree with the person in the chat that they didn't like. They said they kind of didn't like or love Last Jedi and the director was the problem. I think The Last Jedi was great because of the director. And I'm a little hesitant that J.J. Abrams taking nine back and he's going to be like, no, she's a Skywalker. Um, no, I don't think he'll do uh, that. I, I don't think they, he will, but I'm a little worried. He's going to be like, he, I made this mystery. But I, I think they work together through for the whole thing. Yeah, have you heard like the info about JJ and Yeah, I don't. I haven't heard this. So yeah, I mean the script for nine for eight was done before Force Awakens even came out. Okay. So like JJ knew what was happening in The Last Jedi before his movie even premiered. So there wasn't anything like Ryan reacted to what came out in the movie or changed things or whatever. They they were, were kind of working pretty closely in the background the whole time. So it's not like there's a surprise on either of their parts. Well, that's good. So. I like J.J. Abrams' movies for the most part. Love Lost. <laughs> love Lost? I think Lost is phenomenal. Yeah. You love Lost too. I haven't seen it. I like it. L- Lost the series? Yes. Yeah. Jesus did that shit drag on, but I, wa- I kept watching. <laughs> when they start going into Just like like that Wars. multiverse area where like they're alive, but they're not. But this is kind of what happens, yeah, the, but the it's the not really. sideways. Oh, you're very confusing. Oh, yeah. You don't even know what, what's happening or why it's happening. That just made me not want to see and it. And then it's like, oh, it, yeah, it seems like <laughs> things are doing one or affecting the other. And then it's like, actually, no, it's not. The whole and that f- is a little annoying. Every season's a build up to want something. Like they'll, they'll hint it. And then throughout the season, it's like, that's the issue. And then they'll find the issue and it's nothing. But then a bit larger issue happens, and then it just builds and builds, and then it just at the end's like, none of this is real. This is all fun, right? So, so that's why I think that J.J. Abrams' strength is setting up a mystery, and his weakness is finishing satisfying it. the result of that mystery. <laughs> and that's why I think I they did that. so well in episode eight of taking some of those mysteries, subverting expectations, and doing something interesting, and something that I think sets up Star Wars to be not a series, a bunch of trilogies. Like the, Star Wars is gonna have to break free of trilogies. I I think like is, it's agree. gonna be a thing that's as annual or even biannual. Completely agree. I get. It. They need to start yeah. doing well, even like the Marvel formula, where don't say we have to do a trilogy. Do one movie, have an ending, like like just like the Iron Man's. I don't care how, how people like them. They did one movie and like all right, all right, keep going. Like it doesn't have to be three. It doesn't have to be two. I, well, I disagree with that because they ha- they did have a 10-year plan laid out from start to finish. But I'm saying, like, if, if Iron Man 1 sucked, do you think they're going to make Iron Man 2? I no. Think they, I, they're, I mean, alt- they're altering the deal. Fuck that. I don't know. I think they committed. Incredible Hulk sucked, but they kept going. And now we have Infinity War. Wait, didn't they didn't make a second Hulk, did they? 
No, I but they, the, I'm saying Hulk itself sucked, but they didn't cancel the MCU because Hulk sucked. Yeah, but I think I think they went back and sort of added that in. I don't think they had that 10-year plan before Hulk came yeah. out. I think that they made that 10-year plan after Iron Man 1. I don't know if that's true. I don't know for sure. I'll need a comic person to confirm. definitely no one confirm. cared about MCU until Iron Man 1 came out. I feel like when they came out of the gate, they had phase one, two, and three. Like, here's the fucking movies for the next four years. I could be wrong. I didn't think that came out until after Iron Man 1 was a huge hit. Well, it takes so long to make a movie. Like, as as they're premiering Iron Man 1, I'm sure Iron Man 2 was already in the works. But I think if it fell on its face, they would have just scratched it and then changed. I don't I'm know. just saying. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, like, developing a plan like that, committing to it, and sticking to the long term. Like, if Iron Man, if it was kind of rocky at first, but they know by the time they get to Infinity War, they're going to have this epic culmination... They stick with it. And they, yeah, if it sucked, they make the movies better, but they don't just scrap the entire project based on one thing. That's my opinion. I think if, 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 if it's almost where, like people like the people like Star Wars because it is built like that. We have a trilogy, we have a beginning, middle, and end. And that's all, I mean, books are built that way. But I think it would really unlock things. I think they're, they're, they're really, they have something with these, uh, Side stories, whatever they're fucking calling them, the single standalones, the standalone films, the solo. Movies, yeah. I, I feel like they do have something there, yeah. that, and it, it even leaves the door open. If Rogue One like killed it, like everybody loved it, and I'm not saying everybody didn't, but if it was just one of the blockbusters of everything, I wouldn't even, can, I, I wouldn't second guess them making another one or like a okay, let's let's have another movie that butts up right against that, which is Episode Four. But I you disagree. know what I'm saying? No, they knew from the day one that Rogue One ended with episode four. There's no sequel to Rogue One. You're missing my point. If they made standalones, I'm saying it, they could potentially do a, several standalones that are the same. Same characters. Oh, I see what you mean. And I think you do, and I think it makes sense. You do a trilogy of trilogies, I think is what makes the most sense for the way that Star Wars originally conceived is so heavily tied to the hero's journey. It's so highly Campbellian in its story structure that you have to sort of the, like use that to wrap it up and at the same time stop doing that to open it up to be the thing that Disney wants it to be mm-hmm. which is a thing that is all the time everywhere and makes money and people don't hate them for and I'm, whatever and I'm very happy for that I, I appreciate Star Wars' origins and I don't want it to be a hero's journey trilogy every single time I'm very happy that they have the option to open it up like Marvel and do a lot more with it. Now the streaming service is going to crack it open even further yeah I, presumably at some point they're going to do a TV show yeah. Oh, yeah. Two of them. Man- the Mandalorian. Have you, do you, are you updated on the news? This? Not particular. Not the, the what their Disney is doing outside of the movies. The Mandalorian focused on a Mandalorian, obviously, a couple of years after Return of the Jedi. So the first, uh, um, the fuck word am I looking for? The first live action thing that we're going to get between six and seven. And then we have a Cassian Andor spinoff series, which is from Rogue One, a prequel to Rogue One, but it's more about like, the um the rebellion, which, which character is Andor? The uh, the main guy K two K two SO's counterpart Diego Luna is uh, the actor's name. Okay, from yeah. Rogue One. Gotcha. Yeah, so but, it's more about spy and espionage in the early days of the rebellion, which sounds fucking sweet. Yeah, I, I like that stuff. Yeah, I think the spy stuff and the is some of the best of the stuff in Star Wars. Yeah, and back when the rebels were underdogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was when? Tell me when the the 
the Rebels were ever underdogs because they always seem to come out on top. Well, they're always underdogs, but they always win anyways. And they oh. remain underdogs and then they keep winning. Yeah, they're like the goddamn <laughs> Patriots. Back when you looked at their their base and you went, oh, I mean, these guys don't have a lot going for them. It's so weird that they, it just, uh, everything works out. It's the will of the fools. Travis Dunn is asking about the backstory that fans have been wanting. Is gonna is it going to happen after nine? Things like Snoke explanations, Knights of Ren stuff. Could uh, you imagine them putting that in there? Like, we all want to know what's the Knights of Ren? Right. Where is that going? Could you imagine they put that in there simply to not vet it out in the trilogy, but have a standalone about the Knights of Ren? That'd be dope. Holy shit. I would be way more interested in that than it being a critical part of those that trilogy. Dave, yes. But you could, like, build Kylo Ren as a character through a standalone that's not about him. That's blowing my mind right now. Like, it could be about the Knights of Ren, which he becomes a part of and then almost leaves to do the dark side thing. Yeah. Or, I mean, wh- whichever way they want to do it, but it could be really interesting. Do you think so many we options, see Darth Maul again so in live options. action Star Wars no, film? Get it out of here, no. <laughs> get it out of here, no. Uh, if they do a, I not a solo sequel, but another something in that, in, in that era, I think yes. Do you think you'll have robot spider legs? No, he'll be modeled after what he was in Rebels. Didn't he have robot spider legs at some point in Rebels? I didn't watch all of it because I had trouble. Uh, that yeah. was Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Oh, okay. When he first came back, he had the ridiculous legs. And then he had slightly less ridiculous legs. And then finally in Rebels, when he shows up, he just has normal looking legs. Gotcha. Okay. That- <laughs> well, they're, they're robotic, but they just they look like legs. Right. Yeah. Um, he could, I mean, as a standalone, they could, they could do a pre-episode one mall That's thing. True. So he could be all, all together. Nah. I, I don't actually care about anything before episode one, though, personally. Plagueis? Awesome. Oh. Maul would be interesting, depending on how they play it. In the prequels, we see the downfall of the Jedi. I would love to see some political thriller shit that leads up to and sets the stage for the Jedi collapsing. I think that would be that would be dope. I could see that being like a, like a I'll, mini-series. I'll never get a House of Cards Coruscant show, but I would fucking love it. That would be so sweet. I think you do that six to eight episodes. You could do something pretty cool with that. That'd be so fucking sweet. I'd be all about it. What would be your next uh, standalone film? Standalone if you could have, film? If you could have one character or one Good timeline. Question. Good question. Ewoks, obviously. Guaranteed. On Tatooine. Yes. Because why not? Yeah. Hmm? They'll adapt. <laughs> They'll adapt. All of them will die. They'll just shed all their fur after. <laughs> oh, God. So naked rats. <laughs> with those eyeballs. You know how terrifying that would be? <laughs> um, I honestly, at this point, just because I hinted at it, I would love a side thing. If they're not going to actually vet the Knights of Ren out, if I'm staying in, a, in a sequels, I would love the Knights of Ren. <laughs> they could hint a little bit about how Snoke pulls them or is Snoke the leader of the Knights of Ren. But even even Snoke mentions to Kylo, you are the master of the uh, Knights of Ren. You're saying a standalone movie, not a standalone series. Yeah, just something that's not in a trilogy. Yeah, I agree with uh, Mike and chat. I, I think if they somehow take the Old Republic and they do that, I think I don't know how you do that in one movie. But and it's also it's not going to be cool because I I won't spoil the twist for people. But like there is a big twist in that that kind of makes those. Oh, games. For, with Revan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how and, you? We've we've spoiled it. Okay. Well, like I I don't know how that is a satisfying movie knowing that going in. The same issue we talked about before with some of the knowing comics, but 
It I, wouldn't be, but Old Republic's era something would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I, I think we see some old Jedi doing old cool Jedi stuff. I want to see more Force, and I think that it seemed to be clearly that is what the Force Awakening will probably lead to, but I want to see more people doing cool stuff with the Force. Maybe even new stuff with the Force. If I had a wish with no parameters, I would say, for my standalone movie, I would say Luke rebuilding the Jedi Order after 6. I don't know if they would make a, a live action thing about that just because Mark Hamill is obviously old now, but yeah. that would be my wish. Not that I even love Luke that much. I'm just so interested in where what we have with the prequels and then how Luke acts in Re- Return of the Jedi versus how Luke is talking in TLJ. I think there's a transition there that would be really interesting to see. Yeah. You know, leading up to him trying to kill Kylo. What are those? Is it from... Uh- Certain point of view. The old Republic online game where they have all those really cool small story lines that they and they, they do those animation or yeah, the, that game the, has surprisingly good writing. Holy shit. And it doesn't even have to you don't even have to put a timeline on it. There's one that uh they, they find a girl or something and she she's force sensitive and it goes like awry and she gets really that mad. That one's insane. She gets really mad at her teacher and it just go oh yeah, that one's insane. The fact that she goes crazy and like, I think she ends up killing her teacher. I think so. But oh, at, at that young of an age, it's awesome. And then the two brothers that like clearly one's a little edgy, yeah, yeah, the other yeah. one's like pure, but they still fight together. So there's some sense of control. Are you fucking kidding me? We, I just really forgot for a few months about Ryan Johnson has an entire trilogy. The Game oh, of man, Thrones I people have an entire trilogy coming out. Really? Yeah, I what the hell are they going to be about, I knew man? That. Yeah. Yeah. We mm. haven't heard much about it because they're obviously waiting for Game of Thrones to finish. They said as soon as season eight premieres, they're going right to Star Wars stuff. Three, uh, they could do a Bane, Bane trilogy so easily. There's already a Bane trilogy and they're just in novelizations. I'm really iffy about them making a movie version of a novel, though. I agree. I think they'll take characters, but I hope they don't just lift a story. Yeah, I agree. I'm iffy about that. It's hard to have Revan in anything without Revan's redemption. I'm okay. Yeah. Without, I'm okay <laughs> yeah. without having a Revan movie. I, I'm okay I, too. But I, I, it I am would too. Be cool. We've had a game and a lot of stuff. A big movie I could understand. We're just so hard tied to this original trilogy timeline. I'd love to just blow it apart. And now that it, everything's uncanonized. Who gives a fuck? Go 500 years in the past and make this psychotic witch Sith lady. Like, who who cares? I care. She can have a whip instead of... I care. She could be... Oh, I want to see someone with, like, non-standard lightsabers. Like, everyone in the films, except one guy has a double-bladed one. Like, I want to see lightsaber spears. I want to see lightsaber whips. I want to see all sorts of weird lightsabers. We were were talking about how Rey has her staff. What if they... Yes, I thought that was going to happen in episode 8. Fucking staff saber. I really hope she does that. Well, we were thinking it's prime now that the saber's broken in half. We see the crystal. She's going to rebuild it and hopefully use her staff. That'd be sweet. Yeah, I, I think that would be perfection. Side note, uh, my Jedi Outcast character, halfway through, you get to pick uh, single-bladed, two single-blades, or they call it... They don't even call it a double-bladed lightsaber. They call it a staff lightsaber. And I thought, when because they when they showed it, it showed just the really long, like, two hands and then the saber. It ended up being a double-bladed lightsaber because you can, half in the middle of a battle, ignite both ends. 
So you could be fighting with just the the staff part, and then just blow out the other one, and then it it, it changes your entire attack style. <laughs> but you could only that, you couldn't you couldn't lightsaber throw the double, so you'd have to sheath one part and then throw it. So they the oh, they perfected the lightsaber battles in that game. You know I, the one novel. I just missed them blowing things out with customization. The one novel I could see them just adapting and being pretty cool, although it is not something I expect them to do, is the one about the guy who owns Jabba's monster in the pit. I can't remember either. The Rancor. Yeah, the Rancor. <laughs> the Rancor Keeper. A story about him like getting and then becoming friends with the Rancor. That, that, that is a novel Almost. out there. That, that is a highly... Like, like a boy and his dog movie. Kid, yeah, like him and the highly, Rancor. It's like a How to Train Your Rancor movie. <laughs> No one. I didn't think those movies were going to be good, and oh, they were. Just God, <laughs> out of train your rancor. How many titles is is this episode going to have? I'm putting that on there. <laughs> I'll pick later. I'll pick later. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's so many opportunities. What outside of Star Wars? Are, are, I mean, obviously you're a big comic book fan, but I mean, out of the let's just call it like nerd realm, is there any other stuff that you get into? Any scary movies or anything? Not a big scary movie guy. Um, I've really been wanting to watch actually, a scary movie. I I am kind of a, a a podcast nerd in that I spend I don't know three hours a day. I would say on average, at least listening to podcasts, and I oh, wow. am just sort of really into. Uh, I went back and started a bunch of podcasts that started in like two thousand eight, two thousand ten that I listened to once. Had them on this one giant like two thousand episode playlist, and I'm mm-hmm. listening to. Uh, my brother, my brother, and me, and Jordan, Jesse, go and stop podcasting yourself in the flop house again. And that's a lot of fun. It's just a bunch of <laughs> white guys sitting in a room being funny. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but they're all, I like them all. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm really into that. Okay. Uh, and then I sort of listen to those while I play with my dog and watch games or uh, play with my dog and play games. Watch a dog and play podcasts. And listen to games. I play the dog, then listen to the games. <laughs> Shit. I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. Touche, motherfuckers. Oh, man. I, I I haven't been doing shit. Oh, I actually saw um, Tommy Boy's theater shit, or his play that he's doing. Oh, yeah, Rock of Ages. Yeah, that was interesting. It was good. I was hoping to see a titty flop out, but... Damn. Don't get everything you want. They get borderline. I mean, there's there's like some strip scenes up on stage. Yeah, it was racy. It was racy, but I was actually impressed by the talent. The girl's like stripping on stage, like falling off this uh, the the pole, but she's still singing and hitting her notes. I was like, Jesus, yeah, swinging around upside down. She's like, Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it was crazy. It was good stuff. Music was good too. The, the mu- yeah, well, they pull a lot of the, like old rock and roll, uh, but I, it was like clearly old rock and roll. It's hair metal. 80s rock and roll. That's classic. Classic rock now. What? Remember, Air Metal. Enter, Enter Sandman's on uh, classic rock stuff now. Just think about that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. Not 1992 it's... or 91. Um, 90, I think. It's 30 years old. Almost. 91 was when it came. I mean, I bet you could hear Nirvana on a classic rock station at oh, this yeah. point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Man, Justice, 30 years old. Fuck. Yeah. And Justice for All. Uh, there was one last thing. Oh, the the lead singer in the show. Did he do that long note at the end? Yeah. Whole that was for at least for us. I don't know if it was for you guys. That was the longest note I've ever heard. Yeah, it was insane. Mm. 
he just kept going and kept going. It's and a then great you, finale. And then everybody applauds, and then it stopped. And well, we stopped clapping. And he was still fucking going. And then he fucking like shimmered out at the end. And then he kept going. And you're like, this guy is Jesus. Like, what is happening? <laughs> I was really impressed by that. I love just seeing a good performance. I love just seeing people that are experts at their craft doing something amazing like that yeah whether it's like a concert or a musical or something like that. yeah yeah i agree i didn't think the Comedy. story i think the story was that strong but the the talent was definitely there at the show yeah uh he mentioned that's a particular type of musical where as opposed to writing it from scratch they take a bunch of already popular songs and make a story around it jukebox musical i think yeah juke- and that's probably why like there's an elvis musical like with a bunch of elvis tunes that they just created like some love story around mm-hmm. i feel like from what I've seen, they're never like as powerful as something that's written. Yeah, that makes for sense. For what it True. is. I like yeah. Across the Universe, the Beatles one. I haven't seen that one. It's fun. I don't like the Beatles. Is that a movie? No. I think it's a movie from like 2007, something like that. Yeah. Wait, it it came out when we were it's in like, college. Yeah, it came out in like 2007 or something like that. Oh, okay. Collage. Collage. Hmm. I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> I do. People get pissed. I like the Beatles. I don't. I don't think- understand why you wouldn't like the Beatles, but I'm not mad at you. Thank you. I I uh, I do think they're overrated. Yes, but I mean, you saw. I I appreciate them. They for for them to be one of the first to really blow it open like that and like blow pop music. I mean, of course, it was rock and roll back then, but we were talking about this with uh, Zale and Kerner about the first isn't always the best. Like with episode four. Yeah. 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 I can I can appreciate it from that respect for sure. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to say they're overrated because you cannot overstate their contribution to music. Well, it's it's almost well, personally, I think Rolling Stones pushed the borders quicker at the same time. They were two different styles, I feel. They were. And I agree. Things like the like their record the way they recorded, the way that their music changed so this much from album to album. I think it's I think they both did a lot. Yeah, you talk to a audio engineer that likes the Beatles, he will not shut up. <laughs> he will talk true. about the Beatles and Abbey Road and Brian Epstein and all these fucks for for twelve hours straight. Yeah, I get it. I uh, I think they're the one thing that I you, I don't think anyone could take away from them is their songwriting. Like I don't care if you enjoy the music or, or can listen to them over and over, but some of their songs, man, it's just I care about that octopus and Ringo wrote a lot of. Really songs. <laughs> I care about the hammer more. Um, Jesus. This reminds me of the Dewey Cox scene where the Beatles just all start fucking fighting each other. Do you want to drop acid, Dewey? You want to drop acid, Dewey? <laughs> oh, speaking of, I know we talked, this is random, but maybe we can end with something totally, absolutely random. I tweeted something because I was thinking of Dewey Cox and then somebody posted a gif from Superbad and I was like, uh, what are my five favorite comedies? I'm just going to think about this really quick. I put Superbad, Walk Hard, Dumb and Dumber, UHF, Wet Hot American Summer in abs- in no order whatsoever. Wet Hot American Summer is a good choice. I would say those are probably my top five comedies. Same again? So what are yours? Superbad, Walk Hard, UHF, Wet Hot American Summer, and Dumb and Dumber. And I almost put Wayne's World instead of Dumb and Dumber, but I think Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. I think Dumb and Dumber throughout is, is funnier. God, I can't sit here and do that. Pull this oh, show that is so Yeah, you hard. can. Superbad's, yeah... Obvious. I feel like ours are the same, except for maybe you don't like White Out American Summer as much. UHF. Oh, UHF's yeah. UHF's up there. I could be I could be due to watch that. I haven't seen it in a long time. Comedies I like. I found in the DVD copy of UHF in the trunk of my car when I was cleaning it out a few weeks ago. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Beer League. Uh, Yeah. 
So there's a t- really trashy uh, movie. Um, Ar- I think Artie, Artie, Lang movie. Artie Lang. Do you know who Artie Lang is? Yeah. Uh, back in the day when he wasn't 100% into heroin, uh, he wrote a movie. and <laughs> just It was called Finn Heroin. <laughs> it was called Beer League, and it was just about him and a bunch of buddies in Jersey. And, they, and it's just about them like trying to do shit. Trying probably- to do shit. That's a great description. They should put that on the fucking. It's kind of what happens, but it's 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 a, it's one of the funniest movies I've ever in the nineties in uh, New Jersey. Princess ten guys Bride try would probably to make do my shit. list. What is it? Princess Bride would probably make my list. See that one goes over my head. I agree. Yeah, um, goes over. My I head, might agree, agree on. on Wet Hot American Summer being in the top five. Oh yeah, that shit is a little hilarious. Uh, I think Dumb and Dumber. I I think it's it's. I think it's good. It's very good. I don't. The weird thing is, I don't think I would ever. I don't think I would put a, a Michael Myers movie in there. Wayne's World was close, man. I, Wayne's World is the only one. Yeah, I would ever consider. Um, Caddyshack. Yeah, might hard, be up hard there. To leave that one Caddyshack out. might be up there as well as uh, Happy Gilmore. I fucking love Happy Gilmore. Yeah, see the Adam Sandler ones. Like, I think they were good for their time, but I watching them over and over again, like. I feel like I get sick of them. Happy Gilmore is actually the only, and Kerner's going to get pissed, the only Adam Sandler film that I can watch over and over. I don't. I couldn't sit there and watch Big Daddy over and over. I couldn't watch Everybody Loves uh, Billy Madison. I could not sit there and watch Billy Madison over and over, but Happy Gilmore, I could. You're going to die, clown. <sighs> Fucking love yeah, it. I don't think I, I really enjoy bringing up Baby. Uh, <laughs> what weird, is that? Weird black and white comedy from like the 20s or 30s. Oh, shit. No. Uh, yeah, that's a really funny movie. I am movie. not versed just in any of those just happened to own movies. on VHS when I was growing up, so I watched a number of times. It's a very funny movie. <laughs> I'm I don't not versed in any of that stuff put at it all. in top five, but that for some reason, that just came to my mind. I like Out Cold a lot, too. Out Cold is really good. Ferris Bueller. Somebody just said, "Yeah, that's that's a good one." I a lot of a lot of his movies, frankly. I, oh, I would put Breakfast Club in there. Uh, yeah, like I feel like it is an age thing. Like I love those movies, but as far as what I've watched a thousand times and like grown up with, I think the like mid late nineties has a big place. Yeah, I'm kind of just going through. I I of course just searched uh, top comedies of all time, classics up there that I probably wouldn't put up there. Airplane, uh, Spinal Tap. Uh, one that was there I might put on there is Holy Grail yeah that just yeah that's a very specific type of comedy and I really do like it but I don't I don't know I wouldn't put it as my favorite Mm-mm. I also really like those Spinal Tap movies all those Christopher Guest films but I don't think I'd put those on my top five either Blazing Saddles is really good Young Frankenstein's a classic Superbad's actually there too Superbad's um, so you know what? good. I the, wouldn't put anything else even similar to this, but I would maybe put Jackass 2. Ooh, it's now a we're getting Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now we're getting... Now, let, now no, I'm the, about to walk the over door the just and talk about I don't CKY. like the show Jackass very much, but darn if I don't think Jackass 2 is weirdly good. It yeah, is really good. It is really good. 3D was pretty good too, man. I don't think I saw 3D. It's more of a, how can they outdo themselves and what the fuck? It's always good. Dude, when they did... And it's the, good in 3D. When they did Ryan Dunn serving people behind that jet, that the jet, it was like fired up and running. And on one side was like a fake table, and and, and I think one of the guys oh, pretended the jet to be engine, yeah. And, yeah. and then he walked, and he just blew. Up. Oh my! It's so stupid, but I fucking love it. It is, yeah. Uh, other top comedies, The Blues Brothers is one that I fucking love. Yeah, I I really love. That's Blues a good Brothers. one too. 
Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was great for its time, but it, I couldn't really. That got old after it. like the second viewing. I agree. I, I was never. Step Brothers is good. Old school. Ooh, 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 ooh. Anchorman. Anchorman, I feel like needs to replace something in my top five. It wouldn't hit mine. Oh, man. Yes, yeah. it would. I don't think any Will Ferrell thing will even get close to mine. Thank you. Really? <laughs> I'm yeah. really not a fan of Will Ferrell. I do. I'll, I'll say, if, like, Elf is funny. But. I'm, I'm, yeah, Will Ferrell will get enough of really quickly. Yeah, but Anchorman, I feel like, is the exception for him. I re- actually just watched it last week when I was in the hotel. I turned it off. What? <laughs> as soon as he's pulled out the flute, I was like, I can't I'm be done. on this podcast anymore. I like Home Alone a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's a comedy. That's too much of a Christmas only thing for me, at least. Good score, though. <laughs> um, all right. Do you know off the Jackass thing? Did you know that they're remastering CKY? You sent that to me. I didn't. I uh, there was I no link or anything, so I didn't. Whoa, that was random. Just like started <laughs> sliding over. Um, I saw on Chris Rab's Instagram, Haggard remastered, and then I click on the dude, whoever he tagged in the post, and it looks like he's going back and remastering all the CKY stuff, all the movies and Haggard and all those extra things as well, Re- remastering them for HD. That's awesome. So I you know I, I, need I to find out how to get those. I don't know if I so I. <laughs> So do you know what CKYs are? I, I don't know. This so is it's all. like before Jackass. It's the same exact guys, except they were not as rich and they were young and dumber. And it was is, is this before worse. Knoxville joined? Or is, yes. Okay. Because Knoxville seems like he is the one that was like, hey, we, we, we could actually do something. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Bam and his buddies were still do, or already doing ridiculous stuff, but they have four, right? Yeah, there's four movies. Yep. Um, and they're just as ridiculous, but it's it's almost a little more... Um, it's a lot less like let's break this Lambo in half and just let let's do ridiculous. Is this stuff. literally the people who were the not your team in Tony Hawk Underground series, where Bam is kind of leading a different group of other people against you and competing to do weird shit? That's, I never played the Tony Hawk Underground. That's funny. I, I think you'd enjoy it a lot. I I did play it a little bit, but yeah. So they're like uh, his buddy Brandon DiCamillo and and Rap himself and they'll and, just uh, fight Ryan on Dunn. each other and like throw poop at each other and. Yeah, it was just ridiculous stuff. <laughs> Making great, uh, great reasons for people to go watch those right now. It was, it was that. It was so. Uh, the reason was uh, Bam's <laughs> brother is a drummer in a band called CKY. Okay. So they did Bam's skateboarding things plus his brother's uh, band stuff, meshed it into one, and then just did stupid shit as well. Yeah, kind of so like I, viral videos before there was viral videos to like uh, promote the band, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, but it is really, really good. I was going somewhere with this though. They're mastering them. Oh, I actually have the DVDs. I have the DVD to two and three. Three has Easter eggs. And there's Easter eggs in the DVD that aren't on the like the digital copies online. Yeah, I wonder if they'll include those in the remaster. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There's some freestyle stuff from uh, Brandon. Maybe they'll do like a remaster of like all the bonus shit. <laughs> all DLC, right. if you will. Let's wrap this shit up because yeah, we're, we're getting lost. Um, beer, two out of three. Oh, we have to do a giveaway. It's up there. We'll just find someone on the street to give it to. We can do it next week if you want. Do you want to? Do you want to know anything about the order of my Star Wars films? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to end with that. Well, let's do the giveaway real quick. No, so let's, let's do the watch my calls first. Shit, can I have this? Looks cool. <laughs> you can't have it. <laughs> we got the uh, young Lando from Solo. Yeah, fucking awesome. Show it up. Show it yeah, around. I was uh, I was browsing for the some Black Series stuff, and I actually saw that, and I know that one's a little rare because it's. A badass figure. I know when I, I I nabbed mine up as soon as I could when I 
saw it when the um when the movie first came out so it's a pretty dope figure so we do a giveaway if you aren't familiar all of our patreon mafas on the particular giveaway tier they are entered into a random drawing every month and we give them something and some other little things stickers and pins and a high five you know the, i don't know the, if the anyone agrees goodness. with this but i feel like the art on this box is where they were like yeah donald glover could be lano calrissian no, he couldn't be Lando Calrissian. He is Lando Calrissian. He is. But that art is so good. It's is amazing. that actually him? It's a it's a fucking great figure too. Yeah. I love it. This blaster looks pretty cool too. Should I announce it? Should we just give it to him, Dumbass over here? <laughs> What's his name again? I can't remember. I made many a Dramboree. <laughs> Dram- Dramboree. Dramboree. Jamboree. Sorry. Okay, I got you. Uh, you ready? Yeah. This month's giver. <laughs> This month's giveaway winner is Dill Richards, winner of the Black Series number 65, Lando Calrissian Young version from Solo, A Star Wars Story. Congratulations. You might just end up winning the box. We're going to take the fucking figure out. To claim your prize, drive to Columbus, Ohio, (laughs) and pick the shit up. I wouldn't recommend driving here now. Yeah, not right now. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so congratulations. We'll send that to you along with some other things. We will. We'll do that. Uh, how can they get it? How can they do the giveaway stuff now? I mail it to them. How how can they win though? <laughs> I know Patreon buy us a six pack is the name of the tier, and anything above that are all entered into the drawing by random every month. Every month, usually the first of the month, but things happen, so sometimes the last of the month. What does three fourths of a four pack get you? Three fourths of a four pack, as I generously brought today. Oh, that gets you on the show. Okay, well, that's not bad. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Drive to Columbus. Yeah, that's you come show up with some beer. You can, if you know how to talk, you can come on the show. You don't even really have to know how to talk. That's actually not an open invitation. Please don't take that seriously. <laughs> I don't want a bunch of random Star Wars fans trying to actually have very superior thoughts about The Last Jedi. I want to come on the podcast. I want to come on. <laughs> no, I don't need that. Uh, rankings, and then we can close it down. Fuck. Before I fall asleep. All right. If you already know them and you're abounding to list go ahead i know my my i guess the top half pretty solid uh i think five seven easy my one two or wait no oh five eight sorry oh. five eight easy my top oh. two right. um then probably four six uh this is probably going to be the most contentious choice except maybe last jedi uh i would say two and then seven uh, then probably all of the the Star Wars stories, and, and then one three. Interesting. Okay, you have three last. I'm pissed. That's interesting. Okay. Oh, I I it's just the most watched to me. I mostly two is the one where, where Dooku and Yoda fight, right? Yep. I just really like that fight, and I like when you see all the clones flying around their ships. Oh yeah, it's dope. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Choices. Informed by having built those Legos. Yeah, a lot of my ranking is hinging upon what Lego sets I had. <laughs> and the clone carrier was a dope Lego. Oh, yeah. I never had that one, but I always wanted it. I just have such a vivid memory of leaving the theater after seeing Phantom Menace and going right to Walmart to get Legos. I also have the Naboo Fighter, also yep. a good Lego. Naboo Fa- Starfighter, Anakin's Pod oh, Racer, like- the Maul versus Qui-Gon with his little speeder bike, dirt bike thing. Oh, nice. Good shit. I don't you're, think I've ever had a Star Wars Lego. You're a, that's a sad kid. 
You're a sex expensive kid. as shit, man. They're I had Transformers. They are really expensive. I tend to buy my Legos on a discount shelf, and often they're not actually <laughs> Just Legos. have a kid give you an excuse to get you some Legos. Those are not that expensive. Kids? Yeah. <laughs> are you ready? I could just roll the dice on Tatooine and win one. That's true. <laughs> get the right kind of <laughs> dice. You're good to go. Are you going? I don't know if you were going. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, I'm just going to roll this. I'm going to do seven... Three rogue, seven three rogue five, <laughs> seven three rogue five eight. You trying to steal it? No, I was trying to see if anyone <laughs> had any thoughts on mine because I thought I could make some people angry. Seven three <clears throat> rogue. These you don't care about the rankings. Five. You just list them off. Eight solo. Four. One, six, two. I think I got them all. Interesting. Six is b- quickly slipping a lot. Three is my most watchable, but I think seven's a better film. Five's up at the top. Eight's middle, middle top. Two's, um, two's my least favorite. I'm going to, for the first time, include the original trilogy as the despecialized versions because mm-hmm. that's the last versions that I've watched of all three of those which will change my ranking a little bit. Usually I have six pretty low. So I'm going to say seven, five, eight, solo, rogue, one, six, three, four, two. Four? Is that that low for you? Yeah. Well... And six jumped up literally long. only because yeah. the despecialized version is so drastically better than yeah. the original than, than the special version. For six, you're saying? Yeah, like the the despecial is better for all of them, but for six, it's so it's such a crazy difference. Yeah, the version I'm used to seeing, and also what I saw last time I saw them is when they uh, released them as a three pack on VHS. Mm-hmm. Last time I watched those movies was in my parents' basement on about a ten inch TV on a VHS player we have down there. And uh, I really like those versions, yeah. Yeah. Look up the despecialized cuts online, and you can get them. They're as close to as we'll get to an HD version of the original originals. Yeah, I, I think I um, totally legally procured some of those at some point when I was in college. Definitely. I recommend the next time you feel like watching an OT, check the, the despecialized. An OT, original oh. trilogy. It's an acronym. I thought you said no to. I was like, is this a new droid that you're banging or something? Yeah, it's a new droid. No, droid. Guys. Oh, opinions, man. My shit changes every week, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yup. Six is slipping. I do agree. Uh, Keegs says uh, six gets weaker weekly. <laughs> I think it's a, it's crazy because it is the pinnacle of it. I think nine is going to end up stronger than six was when it came out. Me and Isaac Newton Nelson here. <laughs> Pretty close. Uh, I like your list. Five eight. But he has three near the top. Yeah, that's infantile. You fooked. You fooked. I'm brother. sad how low you have solo, but I understand. You, I know it's it's crazy because you uh, have to I, put something at the bottom. Yeah, I would probably put solo at my least favorite of the Star Wars stories. Yeah. Oh man, well, it was only two, so uh, this is not that bad. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I like Rogue One a lot. Uh, I do too. 
Lucky. I, I like the way they're like, oh, and some people may not. I like, I like how some people kind of have force powers in it and kind of don't. I kind of like that bit being in there. I don't know. That is a very, uh, we, could, we could go off on that, but that is really cool that not everybody with force powers that's old is a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It, that could blow shit open. Like, like faith can blow things open. Like the broom kid in eight. Like yeah. not everybody, yeah. not everybody has to be yep. super powerful. I so. love it. All right, guys. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Dill Pickles. Um, the beer was a two out of three. Seventh Son. What was it called? Uh, brother, brother John. Brother John. Funky it, cheesy goodness. It was really good. Yes. Um, two out of three. But I would give the Seventh Son the brewery. The location? Three out of three. The oh, location yeah. of it? Terrible location. Oh, well, the okay. actual The spot. inside the building. <laughs> the the inside the building. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> hey, I like the location. It's right up the street from my house. Don't even I like there. that for my purposes. Yeah, yes. there you go. Yes. There you go. Um, yeah, so thanks for tuning into the show. If you did not watch us live this week, we do stream everything on Sundays at 8, usually almost every week, but we will update people if the time changes. But you can catch us on YouTube or on Facebook Live or on Twitch. You can watch the live stream. You can chat. As you know, we've been yelling at people in here for not liking BVS and <laughs> for giving us terrible rankings of their Star Wars movies. So if you want us to ridicule you live on camera... <laughs> You can yeah. join in. Smash subscribe. If you want to see if Disney will put a copyright claim against a podcast about Star Wars, go to the Patreon. <laughs> give true. these people more money and see what we can make happen. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, do, we do appreciate everyone that tunes in. If you are just listening, I would highly recommend just checking out YouTube. Uh, if you su- subscribe on YouTube, obviously you'll get the notification. You got to hit the bell, I think. But you'll get an email saying, hey, this, these fuckers are live. Yeah, when the stream starts, it will pop up. Um, I do have a favor to ask for everybody. If you listen to our show on a podcast app, but you haven't actually like hit the subscribe button, just please do that. It does help a little bit. Yeah. There review? you go. Eh. Hit the subscribe yeah, button. Yeah, fuck the review. Very reviews. important. Yeah. I'd rather, I actually, I'd rather you send us an email with like some heart-to-heart nonsense rather than review us on iTunes. But, but you, you can also review us. Yeah, if you want. I just It's not that important. Um. It is your, your your opinions and recommendations of the show don't matter to me. But if you hit subscribe to help our rank, <laughs> I would really like that. I'm just fucking around, but that would help. Send in your loose change to this address. <laughs> Email your Cheez-Its uh, to us, please. I'm, I'm actually picking up Cheez-Its and Ruffles on the way home. All right, we're done. <laughs>